Welcome to episode 188 of the Codex Prime podcast for Thursday, December 26, 2019. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, happy holidays to everybody listening in and uh, tuning in. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, The Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9, and the third film in the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Um, we have AWOL, who's going to be joining us uh, later on in the ep- episode. Uh, so we're just going to be, uh, you know, uh, talking about some stuff, talking about that uh, primarily. Uh, we're we're going to get into uh, some spoilers of that film as well. And also we'll get, get into, you know, stuff we've been up to uh, like this past week. And yeah, man, we've got a lot to say about <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker. I know I, I most certainly do. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with that tone, we already know. But uh, <laughs> with that tone, right now, I'm just sharing. Yep. Yeah, we're currently sharing the episode yeah. uh, with everyone. Um, if, as always, the Facebook uh, Live uh, is the chat is open. So if, feel free to come in with your comments, with your uh, insights, your opinions, questions, and we'll have a nice conversation going as well. Uh, yeah, man, we have no sponsors, <laughs> uh, so so no segues here. Still free, free, sh- free shipping in free the sh- USA. I don't know. <laughs> I was say. Free posting in the. I don't freaking know. I don't know. I, we tried. Free shipping in the USA. Just say it just for old time's sake. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Yeah, apropos to nothing, but, you know, there it is. We have Kyle Chapman. The hater. The most diabolical hater this side of the Mississippi. He's on deck here. Um, CPT, yes, colored people, time is in full effect. Um, it's not our fault, though. <laughs> not necessarily, no. Oh, man. Um, but Ed, Ed Figueroa has joined us as well. Ed! Yeah, so we've got some people trickling in. So welcome. Uh, I gotta, I gotta listen to his new game, his um, him and AJ's game of Delphia, because I know this past Tuesday they did it, but I had like so much going on. Hmm. But yeah, they did their 2019 wrap up. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Like favorite games of the year and whatnot. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. Mine's would probably be. I probably say Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Still playing it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, speaking of favorites, I do have uh, my list of favorite films of uh, 2019. I saw uh, it. Posted up. So I might do a Victor's Corner on that to elaborate further on uh, my selections. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, other than that, uh, stuff stuff we've been up to, I guess I'll start off first. Um, I've been uh, catching up on a ton of comics, ton of graphic novels I've been, I've been reading on my list. Yeah. I actually went to Rococo's. After- <laughs> yeah. I went to Rococo's down the street after nearly two months because I, ha- I haven't had the time to go. So I bought uh, nearly two, th- I bought two thirds of my entire box. It just, I literally had a stack of back comics. Dude, I thought big. you got rid of your box. Oh, no. Um, 
I might, I might get rid of a couple of subscriptions. Like, uh, for example, I caught up on Batman, Tom King's run, which mm-hmm. ended at issue 85. So, which was a pretty good conclusion. Uh, Tom King's Batman, um, his run started as one of the uh, uh, flagship titles of the DC Rebirth, now Universe line. Um his uh, 10 issue run of City of Bane, which started in issue 74 and ended at issue 85, which is actually 11 issues, I should say. Uh, that came to an end. That was a really good conclusion to that particular storyline. Uh, Bane takes over Gotham City. Meanwhile, Bruce Wayne and Catwoman rekindled their relationship and they, they decided to team up to stop Bane, as well as a mysterious villain uh, from Batman's past, uh, which I won't spoil who it is. But it was really interesting how they how they tied that together. Um, I major like, villain? Um, not a major villain, but someone very interesting. So interesting that's like, oh, okay. Um, Calendar man. Nah. Okay. Just, yeah. Uh, I was trying to just shoot it, but shoot every guess. I'm, let me get let me get two more. Okay. So I said Calendar man. Yeah. Victor Zaz. No. It's not an A-list character. No. Would you consider Freeze A-list? Freeze is an A-list uh, okay. villain. Not an A-list villain. Solomon Grundy? <laughs> no. Okay. I went the worst. <laughs> I went the worst. Yeah. Well, this character is actually from another uh, dimension. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. But uh, but I, I liked how how uh, City of Bane and Tom King's Batman run wrapped up. Um, there's a sense of finality to it. So if you wanted to end uh, reading the Batman uh, series there at 85, you certainly can. Um, and that's and that's where I'm gonna leave off too, because I'm like, you know what, this is a really good ending. I don't need to read um, the other issues. Um, I know James Tynion the fourth. He's actually gonna pick up the Batman uh, French uh, comic series, uh, which which I'm sure will be good. But you know what, I'm gonna leave it at Tom King. Uh, so I read that. Um, I finally uh, finished reading Doomsday Clock, which is the 12-issue miniseries, which is the conclusion of the DC Rebirth uh, line. And that was excellent. Um, that was an excellent conclusion um, to the DC Rebirth uh, reboot from 2016 and how it tied everything together, um, how it used Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen mm-hmm. and his final battle against Superman which was very interesting and the questions that that raised and everything and how that how that battle uh, concluded i thought it was an excellent conclusion to a rebirth it was like cuz they set up everything from in 2016 and they answered pretty much all the questions that they had in in the doomsday clock reboot uh, uh series rather it, it was it was excellent um i really i highly recommend it especially if you're a fan of watchmen uh that's the comic book it's, it's considered a comic book sequel to Watchmen, but it's more like a standalone story. Yeah. Um, uh, and and it was it was really interesting how they how they wrapped everything up and kind of like reestablished the rules of DC's comic book continuity moving forward, uh, making it simple so that it's not about oh if we re- if DC reboots their comic series next time oh they gotta scrap everything and go back to the drawing board. It's not necessarily that anymore. Yeah. So I think that's a really good direction. Now, have you uh, watched any of the new Watchmen series? With uh, no, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna wait until it finishes. I think it is done. 
Uh, I know the the well until the series finishes as a whole, not just oh, seasons. Oh, not the season. Yeah, because okay, yeah, you're still scarred from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I and I refuse to to watch any new follow any new TV series. Yeah. Since you're here, Monet, this is us. Check it out. That's all I'm saying. This is oh, she wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> say this is us. Watch it together, and that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. There's a show, uh, NBC. NBC, yeah. Uh, called This Is Us. Oh, okay. Yeah, he Carl recommends it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. a nice, yeah. nice little you get a little bowl going, bowl of popcorn going. <laughs> the was it the cheddar, the cheddar, cheddar caramel. Cheddar ca- How was that? To- it's really good. <laughs> What's up, Dominique? From, from Trader Joe's. It's Did really you, good. Thank you. It's really good. You 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 think it's not good, but it is. Fives. <laughs> oh, see, I was doing this long distance. There we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 really good. But oh, you know, speaking of um, of um, this is us mm-hmm. at URI. They actually have a whole class dedicated to this is us for next Get semester. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At my at my internship, I saw um a flyer for a this is us class. A class. A class. I think it's like a human development and family studies class. So it's all about like uh, looking at the themes from that show and how it uh, ties into like like counseling and like um, you know psychology things like that. Yeah. Interpersonal relationships. I can see that. I just didn't think it would go so far as to be a class. Yeah, and and it and apparently um it it, people registered for it like that. Get the. Yeah. So it's all. That's telling you something. That's telling you something. Yeah, so for all of our local listeners who happen to be undergraduates at URI, University of Rhode Island, if you're taking that class, uh, this is us. Hey, chime in on the show if you happen to catch the I, I podcast. I would like, I would like to, yeah, I would like to actually sit in on a car. You need some to get some COD therapy. <laughs> I can get the time in. Yeah, it's been a real busy like couple of days with this holiday. Yeah, it's it's been a very busy holiday season for everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, but that's, that's something, um, that's something to, to consider that this is us, like <laughs> a whole class. This is us class. Yeah. It's a whole class. I'm like, wow. I wish I, I wish I brought home a flyer so I can actually show you. I'm like, oh man, Carl, I guess. What's the next time you go? Well, by the time you get back to, no, cause you don't go back there for like till January, right? Yeah. So oh, it's going to be like a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I can actually look it up as I'm talking, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's a, that's a class. That's a thing. Um, that's funny. Uh, also, we got a few people in the chat. We got Dominique, got Brian Lopes. My entire Call of Duty crew is here. <laughs> Brian Lucier. Yeah, uh, he he's he's an asshole in that game. <laughs> like, first of all, if we pick the, like the small stages, you ain't gonna last like two minutes. <laughs> like they know all your respawn parts, and then boop, picked off. I'm like motherfucker. Yeah, that's why I didn't, that's why I decided that's why I like um, multiplayer first person shooters like that's really not my thing. It, it all depends on who you're playing with. Yeah, like I usually don't play like online with pe- with people. Like the only people I is, unless they're like people I know. Mm-hmm. Like usually when I hop on, I'm either playing with my girl's nephew or these four: Brian Lucier, Brian Lutz, and Dominique. Yeah, that girl curses like a sailor. <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, it's and Ed's on. Mm-hmm. Ed, PlayStation. Regardless, send me an Activision account. 
We about to add him in. We about to add him in, guys. All right. Yeah. So yeah, man. Um, so yeah, Doomsday Clock is something I recommend a wholeheartedly. Uh, oh, John Haponic is in the chat. Uh, yeah, I saw him. Suicide Squad won an Oscar. Victor loves the Oscars. Well, Black Panther did too. So what you got? It won three. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Not one. Not two. Not two. Three. But three. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse won one. Indeed it did. Yeah. And the Oscars that, you know, are more... That actually, you know... that I, The Oscars that get televised. Well, they all get televised, oh, what the but, but ones that uh, have more weight. You're an, asshole. You're an asshole. You're supposed to take my side on this one, man. What the hell? <laughs> I, I can't... I, I can't... I can't ignore facts. He ain't gonna go back and watch the watch the Oscars that year. I'm, I doubt he has that still DVR'd. That doesn't mean that it didn't happen. You can actually go on YouTube and see every every category. Yeah. But, you know, but the sentiment is there. Um, uh, but speaking of, speaking of the Oscars, I mean, Green Book won last year, so who cares? Uh, Did you actually watch it? No. Aren't you supposed to do your obliga- obligatory watch of every Oscar? You, you've already did it. You're already, like, up to that point. Just... Do it. Don't even be into it. Just watch it and just get it out. Just, I did it just to keep the street going. <laughs> just yeah. as a, there. Or just ha- technically, you can like clean the house or something. Have it on. Mm. Don't need to play it. Just take glances. I mean, I could do that, but like, and there you go. You can't. You say you can say that you watched it. You technically did, mm-hmm. but you didn't get the. Well, I would I, I I would watch it for the sole purpose of maybe doing like a review on the podcast or Why like not? A... you freaking just go you go on your you go out of your way to roast a Tyler Perry movie for two hours, <laughs> two hours. Why not? <laughs> Acrimony is fun. It's a fun movie for all the wrong reasons. By you the still way, did it for like that much time. So it's like <laughs> if you can do that, then you can you can definitely do an Oscar movie, an Oscar winning film. Yeah, it's but it's so insulting the fact that Green Book won in the face of all those innovative films that came out last year. Oh my god, I'm, I'm still mad. But anyway, I'll, I'll probably check it out for the hell of it. Exactly. Just but like. um, but yeah. Uh, besides that, um, oh yeah, another comic book series I finished. Good. I finally finished Neil Gaiman's Sandman series. Did you? Yeah, all ten volumes, seventy five issues. I have the the trade paperbacks mm-hmm. and like a like a bounded uh edition so i've i started the series back in 2014 and then i finally finished it now because i you know for years i kind of put it off yeah in between volumes but i actually managed to finish the last three uh, uh two days ago yesterday and today you've really just been doing jack shit since you got off of school huh yeah i'm on vacation <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i'm just making the most of catching up on everything that i've uh had on the back burner for a while but sandman is an excellent series um if you haven't if you're not familiar with sandman by neil gaiman um just a an excellent blend of like dark fantasy horror mm-hmm. um it's 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 wonderful especially it's just so wonderfully written and it's very influential neil gaiman is very is actually like very like well known within the comic industry, he actually wrote yeah. the uh, um the Eternals run that the movie's going to be based on as well. Okay, yep. yep. So I mean, and I I that's actually still in my box. You know, I actually might just take that out of my box. There's only there's only, literally only one comic that came out, mm. and I'm literally just buying it just for the cover. 
Oh wow. Yeah, the Venom. Oh, I gotta show you. This cover is freaking fire. Yeah. Um, um. It's a it's a new Venom series, which is ha- which happens like right after um. What do you call it? The uh, Absolute Carnage. Mm-hmm. And it's called. It's gonna be called Venom Island. Yeah. And okay. Wait, hold on. Yeah. It's time to make time. Yeah. Um, also, while you're looking that up, uh, yes, John, I did like Sandman's ending. I really liked how, um, it, and and it's not really any spoilers, but it ends with uh, him having a, a conversation with Will Shakespeare, William Shakespeare, and uh, William and he, William Shakespeare is writing his final play, The Tempest, and he uh, has a conversation with the Sandman, um, or Dream of the Endless, and I thought that was pretty cool. It was a nice way to kind of wrap up the series. Oh, that's a cool. That's a cool cover right there. Oh damn! Let me see if we can show our viewers here. It's a cover of issue twenty-one of Venom. Um, it's like a skull, right there, kind of like a Punisher shape, a little bit. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Did they get it? Did they get it? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, they get the. Yeah, you can get the point of it. Yeah, you get, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that Venom Island is gonna be really cool. Yeah. But other than that, so I can catch up on a shit ton of stuff that I've been reading. But you go ahead. I know you're still going. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like I said, Sandman, really highly recommend that. Um, I might check out some of the other um, um, Sandman, um, uh, like, s- stories that came out after. Mm-hmm. I know there's a Sandman Overture, which is, like, a six-issue, um, like, prequel to, like, the first volume of Sandman. Right. Um and then there was like Endless Nights and uh, Dream Hunters, which were kind of like short stories. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I might check those out out of curiosity. Um, but yeah, I finished that, which I highly recommend. Um, Sandman, if you're a fan of Neil Gaiman especially. Um, also, as far as movies go, I had the pleasure of seeing... Oh, damn. I've seen a great, not just a good, but a great Adam Sandler movie in theaters... And it is called Uncut Gems. I've been hearing nothing but good things about it. Oh, Uncut Gems is excellent. And and fun fact, I saw it at the Warwick Mall a showcase, and and Stop I love Warwick, don't you? Yeah, it was convenient. And I actually ran into a uh, uh, Ron and Gladys. Really? <laughs> yeah, at my screening. Dope. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Um, so yes, Uncut Gems. Uh, it's a film uh, directed by Josh Safdie and Ben Safdie. Uh, they are the uh, uh, writers and directors of my, one of my favorite films of 2017, Good Time, with uh, pa- Robert Pattinson. A r- yeah, excellent yeah, film. I remember, yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, and Uncut Gems is, I can describe it as a two-hour anxiety attack. Uh, it's It stars Adam Sandler in a dramatic role as uh, a guy named Howard Ratner who's a diamond dealer, a jewelry dealer in New York City's Diamond District. And he's a gambling addict. He's kind of a he's kind of like a scummy skeezy person. He's like a fast talker. He looks like he looks like it in the pictures I've seen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like he's a fast talker. He's a bullshit artist. Um he's a gambling addict and he has like debts up to up to here. Um and and like he's try- and he and um he receives an a package in the mail and it's, and he uncovers it. And it's actually an uncut, uh, uncut rock of these um, of these uh, gemstones. These uncut opal, mm-hmm. straight from an Ethiopian mine. Oh, jeez! And when he when he sees the uncut gems, 
um like his reaction he basically like he's it's like oh my god do you need a towel and a room sir that's how he reacts to it and um and apparently uh kevin garnett is in the film (laughs) this tall lanky ass uh kevin garnett of the boston celtics is in it he plays himself and lakeith stanfield but go ahead (laughs) uh lakeith stanfield plays uh, howard ratner's assistant who's like who's like working the working the streets kind of like you know, selling his stuff. Sounds like Lakeith Stanfield getting work out in these streets. Yeah, and interesting work at that too. Like he's a he's making interesting choices. Um, but yo, know, but check. But Kevin Garnett, um, in the film when when um when uh Howard Ratner, Adam Sandler's character, is selling him, trying to sell him some diamonds and whatnot, he shows him the 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 uncut gemstone that he has of opal, and Kevin Garnett falls in love with it. He's like, yo, I need this. Yo, let me hold this for you. Um, and in the meantime, you can you can hold my championship ring as collateral, my Celtics ring as collateral. And so Adam Sandler takes the ring. He gives a uh, Kevin Garnett the the uncut gemstone, and Kevin Garnett and it, and the film takes place in 2012, by the way. So Kevin Garnett's using it to kind of like give him give him good luck in like the, I guess like the semifinals of the NBA uh, uh, playoffs, I think. Okay. And so Kevin Garnett is take holds the gemstone for good luck, and so. And so Adam Sandler, the first thing he does, he pawns Kevin Garnett's Celtics ring to get more money to bet on Kev- on a game that the Celtics are playing against the against uh, Philadelphia. So that way he can bet money in favor of the Celtics. And once the Celtics win, then bam, he can make all this money, pay off his debts, make more money off for Kevin Garnett, and like live and be sitting pretty. Problem is. Adam Sandler's character is such a fuck up and such a screw up. It's like he's his own worst enemy. Like his addictions get the better best of him. And like his brother-in-law is a loan shark who regularly sends out two two goons after him. They keep beating his ass. They 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 strip him butt naked and lock him in a trunk of his car at one point. And like like and 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 all the time like Adam Sandler's trying to bullshit his way out of like one bad situation after another that he keeps putting himself in. And the whole movie like it's just like him like a race against the clock, him trying to get scoop, scoop up all this money, him trying to bullshit people, trying to bullshit his wife that wants a divorce from him because she knows that he's cheating on her with with one of his coworkers, his mistress. Um, let me see. Uh, he's trying to scam Kevin Garnett. He's trying to scam the bookies. It's 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 just a really interesting film. And Adam Sandler, like this, is definitely like. The best performance I've seen him in since Punch Drunk Love, which this is, is an awful movie which is a great movie, which was like Adam Sandler's best movie um, uh, since uh, b- b- prior to Uncut Gems. But seeing Adam Sandler in this film and seeing the range and 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 the and the kind of character that he plays, like this is the type of Adam Sandler that I want to see more of. Not the whole, not bullshit comedies like Ridiculous Six or you know um, Click or Click was Click dragged. For me, you know, click drag for me. I enjoyed the longest yard for what it was. Happy yeah. Gilmugger, Happy Gilmugger. I read too many comics. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Gilmore. It's <laughs> one hell of a comic right there. You think? <laughs> Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are classics. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my girl, my and the kids, we watched Grown Ups. We still got like had fun watching it. Um. There was a couple of other ones I liked that I just can't think of. I probably would say, like, The Longest Yard is my favorite. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, Adam Sandler, like, this is the type of movie, like, I want to see 
the one I want to see him do that kind of flexes his dramatic uh, muscles. You know, l- less of the this bicycle hurts my hiney, Adam Sandler. Really, he hasn't really and done this. one like that in a long time, though. Well, he did Ridiculous Six like a couple years ago on Netflix, and like he did a, he did a, like a yeah. bunch of like uh, Netflix comedies. Yeah, the one with freaking uh, Chris Rock was bad. Mm. By the way, did, speaking of Chris Rock, did you ever see Eddie Murphy on SNL? No. Oh, that was good. That was fun. Okay. That was fun to watch. It was actually like one of the highest rated episodes in years. Oh, I bet. And then it was like one, and then like in his opening monologue, mm-hmm. he just brings out Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, and Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. And then Dave Chappelle goes, this is half a Netflix budget right here. <laughs> and Tracy Morgan goes, nope, not me, not mine. I got hit by a truck. <laughs> Oh my God! Yo, Eddie Murphy even just was like, "Oh shit," he said that and stuff. Wow. And then Keenan Thompson actually showed he showed up on the screen, on them, and he was standing up there as well. And the internet actually went crazy. Mm. Like there were some people who were saying like, "Oh, Keenan doesn't belong up there" and all that. But if you really think about it, mm-hmm. Keenan Thompson has been making me laugh since I was, since all of that since I was a kid. Yeah, and he's still like going. He's actually the longest. Tenured cast member on SNL right now. Yeah. He's like, been... he's going 14 seasons, I think. Mm. He's been on since, like, what, the mid-2000s? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's been around for, like, his career, like, for over 25 years now. Yeah. He's, yeah, Keenan's, Keenan's killing it. Yeah. Keenan, get, get up there. Yeah. Keenan, Keenan, he's earning his money. Yeah, he's earning his place in the comedy. Yeah. Comedian, like, uh Comedian uh, lexicon. Yeah, you know. like, I, would he be A-list? No, no. But he deserves to be, like, he deserves, on the lexicon, that's right. Yeah, like in the pantheon, I should say. Mm. Like, like he's, he's On the list. Yeah, on the list right there. Like, he's like a, he's like a, I mean, I know it sounds kind of like a backhanded compliment. Like a, like a good hand, if you will. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like, like an upper mid-carder, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. I mean, he definitely belong. He do, he deserves his place in that state. In that moment, mm-hmm. he earned his place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, uncut gems. Um, oh man, like I said, I I recommend the hell out of this film, um, especially if you if you want to see something different uh, from Adam Sandler. But if and also if you want to see something that's like a grimy, a grimy uh, drama, a grimy crime flick, it's. It's like a two-hour anxiety attack, and um, just just seeing just seeing how and and like Keith Stanfield, and seeing uh, the weekend's cameo, which kind of which was pretty hilarious to me, um, and just seeing the direction, the cinematography by Darius Kanji, the soundtrack by um, uh, Daniel Lopatin. Um, this is a really this is, this is a remarkable film. It's one of my favorites of the year. I feel like I heard that name before, Daniel Lopatin. Uh yeah, he like he does like um electronic music. He was known as Oni Oniotrix Point Never. Yeah, that's like his stage name. Oh, okay. Yeah. He also did the score for Good Time as well. Oh, all right. Um but yeah, Uncut Gems, uh please check it out. It's in theaters now. Uh it just came out uh yesterday on Christmas. Um and and like I said, hey, if uh th- this is a this is the Adam Sandler movie that we need to see more of. More, more uncut gems, more punch drunk loves, less of the grown ups and all that other bullshit. Potato, potato. Uh, question: Did you go see Cats? 
No. I heard you know because I know you're a fan of musicals and stuff, and I am. Um, I've heard Cats is like I've heard a lot of terrible reviews. For I did it. not. Yeah, I didn't hear anything good. Like my um, girl wants to see it, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna have to go and suck it up and see it. But um, I've heard interesting things about Cats. The fact that um, the the current version that's out in theaters has unfinished visual effects. Uh, to the point where the studio announced that they're going to release a new version with updated visual effects, and like in the current in the current state of the film, uh, Judy Dench. There's a scene where Judy Dench's character you can see her her actual human hand with her wedding ring on, <laughs> and it's so it's right there. I, I saw I I saw the tweet and I I saw the tweet in my Twitter feed. And I had to favorite. I'm like, oh my god, this this is this is just sloppy work. It's like it's like it's bad enough that like video games get released like in unfinished states. So now like are we are we at a point where films have to get like a patch or two? Yeah. Patty says hi by the way. Hey Patty. Hey Patty, welcome, welcome. It but oh man. Like they they actually made a joke about it on SNL saying that Jason Der- it's pretty vulgar, but it's like Jason Derulo saying that like they edited out his bul- his bulge in oh. his pants. Hmm. But put it on what was the woman you just said? Oh, Judy Dench. And put it on her. Really? That was well, that was the joke on the show, <laughs> but I'm like Oh my gosh. Oh, that's your Brownie Points movie. <laughs> you know, interestingly, like she's watching. <laughs> I, I mean, I still have like one more free t- one more ticket on my uh monthly showcase um uh, subscribe. Yeah. Um because I have three tickets uh per every thirty day period. So since I've used two of them already um, I probably could use it for cats just for the hell of it. How did you use that for Star Wars? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, eh, if I, if I'm really bored and if I want to see what the fuss is about, why not? Is that is that subscription service really worth it? It is. It is because like I think tickets are eleven dollars, like matinee shows, mm-hmm. and like and I pay like twenty bucks a month, so I can also see like three D movies and IMAX movies with it too. Is IMAX included? Yep. Yep, IMAX is included. So like, so I, I got like the nineteen ninety five a month plan. Ain't like the early days of Movie Pass. No, it's you not like you use the fuck out of that. Hell yeah, you know fives. Thirty eight movies, thirty eight movies on you Movie did. Pass. You milked that shit for what yeah. it was. Once the tweets, yep. we had, I, I had to let you have a funeral for it. I know. I yeah. had to do it because you used that bitch like a month. Like, I did. <laughs> Oh God! Movie Pass was so unsustainable, but damn it, it I said I'm gonna ride it until the wheels fell fall you off. You did, and I did. Then Showcase subscribed. They're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna do that." So we get. Three but a it's month. reasonable. It's it is reasonable. <laughs> so I get to save money by doing the three a month. So oh, it's, yeah. it's, so know. so it helps. My thing is, I just don't watch, I don't go to the movies like that often. Yeah, yeah, and, and plus, like the the tickets, they don't roll. They don't roll over, unfortunately. So. If you don't use three, oh, if they rolled over, then forget it. It'll just be movie pass all over again. Pretty much, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just not gonna see. I'm just gonna pay for move. I'm just gonna pay for movies for like two months. Yeah, not pay for movies for like two months. Mm. Let these bitches roll over for a little while and just go ham. Yeah, that's what everybody would do if they. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Let me look at some comments here. Um. Let's see. John said that uh, he wants to see an Adam Sandler and Tyler Perry team up. I knew you was gonna highlight that one. Um, I would say that if it's in the vein of Uncut Gems or Gone Girl, 
because uh, Tyler Perry that's has Tyler Perry's best performance, acting performance. Then yeah, maybe Gone Girl. That's with Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Gone Girl? No, I have not. It's a really good movie, and Tyler Perry gave his best performance ever. I'm like, wow, it's amazing what a good, solid director can do. Yeah. None, none, none of that Medea Hallelujah. Yeah, I think that's stuff. done. No. I, I gave I. I just I like walked away from it. I guess I just outgrew it. Like I enjoy yeah. I enjoyed them for what they were, and I enjoyed the stage plays as well. But then mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, all right, and I just kind of moved on from it. I guess like I don't yeah. knock it at all. Just yeah. don't watch them anymore. Yeah, I mean they they are what they are. Um, and that's and- literally it. It's not like it, it's tar- It's just. He's aimed for a specific audience. Mm-hmm. He has, a, yeah, he has a specific audience. He has his audience. He has his tar- his demographic, yep. and it's just for them. It just ain't for you. No, it's not. But like I said, I will say that uh, his um, his dramas, his dramas are the funniest movies he's ever done. Like unintentional comedy gold. Yeah, enough for you to like roast it for two hours. Listen, like that was just that, that was just hate after a while. I'm like, you still talking <laughs> about this? I'm like, there's so many movies that he probably seen in that one week, and you're still talking about this one. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna tell people right now if there if there are two Tyler Perry movies that you should watch, I recommend Temptation, Confessions of a Marriage Counselor, and Acrimony. Those are two of the most of the unintentionally funniest films you will see from his catalog. Get, get a group of friends, roast it, have a good time. You just rather not watch that. <laughs> it's just like, if I'm going to get together with friends, we're probably just, we're not going to watch the Tyler Perry movie. Fair. That's we're valid. Probably like, we would probably wouldn't even watch a movie at all. Probably Red Dead Redemption again. Not Red Dead Redemption. Um, a, um, The Raid Redemption. Oh, The Raid, yeah. Didn't we get to, wasn't you there when we got together at Iris's for that? Yeah, for the first Raid film. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and, and have you seen Raid? Have you seen both of them? I did not. I don't think I seen. No, I didn't see the second one. Oh, the second one is good. It's two and a half hours, but like it's actually arguably better. Um, but like even but like but just a slight margin. Yeah, I even yeah I remember telling my kid my cousins about. I was like, yo, I just saw this movie. Yo, it was dope. Here's how it started. Cop wakes up, kisses his wife, goes to work. They're getting ready to raid this place. Kick the door down. And you're just fighting for two hours. <laughs> yep, exactly. They're like, "What? We gotta see this." <laughs> yeah, like put the raid on the John Wick series and Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, that's like action. That's an action smorgasbord right there. By the way, did you get part three on DVD yet? Oh yeah, uh, John Wick. Yeah, yeah, I did. I remember when Kilvin was here, I showed the the steel book. You did. That's yeah. right. I ran into him. He said, "What's up?" By the way. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, hope he's hope he's keep keeps on doing his art thing. He, yeah, he is. Like he's he wants to like get this art show going. And I'm like, dude, I would DJ that shit for free. Yeah. Like he's somebody that I I want to see make it. Oh, absolutely. Think the thing I'm thinking of the trade pop up, um, on um Governor Street. That's that's good. That's, that's a good spot. If they're still yeah. doing it. Yeah. I know there's one spot around like around the corner too. On Valley, yeah. Is it the is it the water fire? I forgot that it's in the Rising Sun Mills because I remember a friend of mine had an art show there like years ago. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. And then who knows? AS220. 
they're always yeah, still twenty Avenue Concepts and all that. Like I gained a cut. I know a couple of people that can definitely help them out with that too. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want I want that to happen. I want that to happen for him. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's very talented, very talented young man. Yeah. But yeah, man. You've been doing a lot of shit. <laughs> the first 30 minutes was just you doing shit. Yeah, man. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, how about you, man? What you been... Oof, okay, I need to recollect. I didn't write any of this down. Okay, I know I caught up on one of the pit trades that I... um. Actually, two of them. Two trades that I picked up at Rhode Island Comic Con because they were selling trades for like... What was it, like... Four for twenty. Okay. Yeah. So, um, one was I. There was an Iron Fist one, which name I just completely forgot. Like I said, I didn't write anything down for it. But um, it was one where he was actually raising a girl from Kung Lun, mm-hmm. and she actually becomes the immortal Iron Fist too. Um, but it's very like cartoony. Like it was for like it was for like a younger demographic. Gotcha. Like my girl's ten year old daughter would enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. So it's like I'm like okay, I'm like that's what it was. If it was for, like, say, if they wrote it on a much more serious tip, then it would be much more. It would have been a much more exceptional read. But it was like okay, yeah, this is cute. For yeah, mm-hmm. now I can enjoy this. All right, finish that one, and then also one of the ones that I wanted to. I actually wanted to get this when it was on Marvel Digital, mm-hmm. but then it ended up. Uh, end up being printed and it was the um it was the daughters of the dragon okay which is uh misty knight and colleen wing mm-hmm. and you know it was it was um what it was it was like six chapters but it was three different stories so each chapter was like two, each story was like two chapters yeah um nice little street le- you know they're street level heroes so you're gonna get like street level action and stuff um nick fury makes a cameo in one of them yeah, one of them and stuff. But um, oh, and Misty Knight's apparently dating the Falcon. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, it was a cool. It was a nice little fun read, just to kind of like get you know get through to some. There was one that I got for Christmas. I started reading. It was called Black. Okay. Where um, yeah, my girl actually got it for me. Where it's like it starts. It's very it's very deep. And I'm as I'm reading, I'm like Victor probably would enjoy the hell out of this, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it touches on like racism and then um, like police brutality. You know, it's like these three kids, quote unquote, fit the description. Of course. Uh, so one of the kid, you know, they get stopped. Mm-hmm. One of the kids start running. Mm-hmm. So all three of the kids get shot. Oh shit. But one of them survives. Okay. And it turns out that he has powers and he beco- he belongs to a, an elite group mm-hmm. that only exists through the black community. Oh. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so there's more to there's more to it. I'm only on like chapter two. I just started reading it last night. Mm-hmm. And um like in the cover is just basically it's like in tribute to Trayvon Martin with his black kid with a hoodie out. Yeah. With a hoodie on, and he has his hands up. So there was also the um, I forgot his name, but he got killed in uh Ferguson, Missouri. Oh, uh, Michael Brown. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like you can tell the the cover was a tribute to both to um both of those young men, and it's surrounded by like cops with like guns and whatever. But it's like, um, it's actually very interesting. Hopefully, like within you know, I hopefully I'll be able to read it, like finish reading it within uh the next few days. Um, 
been trying to play Call of Duty as much as I can. Um, this up, this uh, I really need to get an external hard drive. Thanks for the hookup on that info. Yeah. Because I had to delete so much shit <laughs> just for the game and the updates. I, I had to delete Spider-Man. That's I was funny. telling you before the show, so I'm just going to share my grief with everybody else. I had to delete my Spider-Man. Damn. The app and the information. <sighs> that hurt. That hurts me just hearing that, man, because I know how much that game means to you. I know I did. God of War. I had to delete. Oh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. What? Wow, man, that's just some huge... a lot of yeah. Those games that I love to the core. Yeah. Um, I mean, I deleted Crash Team Racing, but you know, I usually play that with the kids. Mm-hmm. But you know, I brought I put it back up because one of them wanted to play, and we was playing for a little while. That was fun. Get your ass on the game, mm. dude. I'm here. I'm not home. <laughs> man, I, I gotta tell you, man. Um, yeah, that external hard drive is a lifesaver. Yeah, two terabytes. That hurt, dude. It hurt. Damn. So, well, at least your game saves are saved in the cloud, right? Yeah. So you're you're good. Oh, remember last week, as I told you this before, I'm sharing sharing this with everybody. Yeah. I, you told me about the the DLC where you can get unlimited weapons. I mean, unlimited ammo for um, Resident Evil Two. Yep. Bought it. Mm-hmm. Started playing. Yep. The DLC came. Um, the update came out. Mm-hmm. Had to delete that. Damn it! He said you can find a four terabyte externals easily for like just <laughs> under one hundred. Um, Damn. Yeah, some good deals out there. Yeah, I know. Um, I with external hard drives, I got the two I had for, uh, the Seagate drives like from Amazon. Yeah, they're like at the time they were like sixty five. So like now they're like ten dollars off. So you can get those two. Like yeah, I got it. I I gotta get it. Like once I did, I was like, I really need to get this. <laughs> I'll try because yeah. I was I literally was the last time I felt I was uh, I felt defeated. <laughs> now like let's see because I know that the PS4 is only five hundred gigs, right? Or About like, that. Yeah. Less than a little less than that. Um, do you also have PlayStation Plus? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you can imagine like if you have to delete those games too. I really don't. Like sometimes, like I'll do, I'll I'll just download the free games and put them in the library. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I purchased them, mm-hmm. but yeah, they're not really in there. Okay. So I yeah. can just when I'm ready to play them, I can just. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I, that's that's the helpful thing to do. Like, like because I I bought two uh, external drives, like one for like the disc based games I have, and yeah. the other for like the P- PlayStation Plus games. Right. Yeah, and it actually made a difference. News, you can just plug it in. You just plug it in, and you're good to go. Yep. Yeah, you give it like like a good like three minutes to kind of fully boot up. Yeah, and and you're good. Oh, good, good. Does that hurt? Yeah, man. But with the uh, two terabyte drive, you won't have to worry about that anymore. Two terabyte will probably do me some justice. I'm seeing oh, that PS Five is coming out next holiday season. Yeah. And I'm gonna stop playing. I'm stop pre-ordering that i pre-ordered the freaking the fiends funko pop like it's the second that somebody posted it in one of the wrestling groups i'm out on facebook Mm -hmm. and it was bray wyatt doing a firefly funhouse Mm -hmm. and he was doing an unboxing and i'm just like 
I'm sold, but I'm just so afraid of developing a Funko Pop habit. <laughs> I've seen so I got a couple of them for Christmas. One was Miles Morales, another one was Rick James. Wow. Yeah, my girl's daughter got me that. Because <laughs> she, well, she knows the story. I bought one for my aunt mm-hmm. and my cousin. They were like, at the time, they were like, buy two, get one, you know. Okay. Buy, buy one, get one half off, I think it was. Yeah. So I showed them the picture, and they was like, yo, they love their Funko Pop. She was like, okay. And then once she's, Christmas came around, she was like, get Carl this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I need a shelf now. I, I need to get myself a shelf now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's like, like hundreds of thousands of those things. Whatever is literally whatever's popping. Mm-hmm. Funko made them. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I spent. As a matter of fact, every pretty much everybody got Funko Pops mm-hmm. for for Christmas, and like I just spent. Luckily, woo! These Christmas bonuses came back. Mm. <laughs> Some crash and MK. Oh, I got crash. I got both Crash Team Racing and. The insane trilogy, nice. Yeah, off of Ed's uh, recommendations. Yeah, insane trilogy is fun. Crash Team is pretty fun too. Okay, like it's literally like Mario Kart, but just Crash Bandicoot characters. Yeah, and um, we we have fun with it. Okay, nice. Yeah, it's getting a little better. She's getting a little better. Like she started in th- certain, then she always like. No, I think her highest was like fifth place. Okay, getting there, getting there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moment she beats me, she can't play no more though. Oh, yeah. Um, Annihilation Scourge finished, but I didn't finish reading it, mm-hmm. so I gotta do that. But I know, like, Sentry is basically the main villain. Sentry actually merged with Silver Surfer. Oh, okay. in one of those, um, in one of those issues. But that was like a short-lived series. Uh, tw- the twenty ninety-nine series finished, which was very short. Mm-hmm. Absolute Carnage finally finished. So I got all that. I got to get another box just for like, because Absolute Carnage took up a lot because I bought all the extra tie-ins and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which was very, very much fun. Like, I recommend anybody who read that, anybody to read that. Yeah. Uh, whew, I think that's, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Still watching a shit ton of 90 Day Fiance. That shit kept me up while I was. That shit entertained me while I was pack while I was packing up. Mm. <laughs> and more and more fuckery. I bet. I bet reality TV at its finest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marcel finally told. Well, he told one of his one of his family members about the about the kids, and he's like, "This ain't bad," but they broke up. Mm-hmm. I saw a meme that just said, like, I remember they talked through a translator app. Yeah. So somebody posted a picture of them breaking up, and he goes, would this be considered breaking up through text? Mm-hmm. And our guest is here. I'm going to go nice. grab him real quick. Okay, good. We can get it popping with Star Wars. Okay, so Carl is going downstairs, and he's going to uh, bring up AWOL, who is... Who will... Uh, who will join us in a discussion for Rise of Skywalker in just a few moments. Um, while he's getting while he's getting his guest, our guest here, um, I do want to say once again, uh, watch Uncut Gems in theaters now. Uh, one of my favorite films of the year. Uh, also, um, also uh, check out Parasite. Parasite is my number one favorite film of 2019. It may still be playing in theaters, like in limited release, 
but the, the but the Blu-ray should come out in a, in a couple of months. Hey, hey, how's it going, man? Good, good, man. How are you? Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, and good to see you. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> All right. Selection. Okay. I brought these, uh, I don't know, man, this candle's interesting. <laughs> it's dark. It is. Deli rope. That guy, ale rope. Yeah, man, dark side. <laughs> okay. So we got some beers here. Uh, yeah. Dead guy, ale rogue. Okay, okay. Yeah. This is a cool looking can, though. It is, man. And we got. I'm definitely keeping keeping one of those cans. <laughs> All right, and we got clown shoes, little crispy, crisp. Oh, stout. Little crispy, got uh, stout in there. Got all right. Chocolate and strawberry milkshake stout from Revival. You know, I've never been there. Revival. Wait, I think we went there before. No, not Revival since they turned. Um, at whatever, right? At whatever, yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, okay. No local All right, well, we ready for the main topic? We ready for the main topic? Uh, yeah. Can I use the first? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, until then. Don't, don't pop it open yet. You got to wait for it. Hey, man. You got to wait for the guests. I know it's hot. I understand it is hot in here. <laughs> it is hot, but damn, this the can looks good, though. <laughs> it does. I kind of don't want to open it just because the can looks good. <laughs> <laughs> uh. There should be a switch to your left, like to the left of the. Yeah, there you go. Don't forget, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom is next week. I don't even know what the hell's on oh the damn card. God. Oh, oh yeah, let me talk. Let me talk about Wrestle Kingdom real quick. Um, that's coming up. Um, that's a two day event. Is it really? Yep, it's on Saturday, July Saturday Saturday January fourth and Sunday January fifth. Um, the main event for night one is going to be Kazuchika Okada versus Kota Ibushi. Shh. For the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, them two are going at it. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom 14. Uh. So I'm looking at the card right now. So some of the matches include that. Jay White versus Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm going um, to drink a White Claw with some sushi, yep. <laughs> sushi with it. That's racist as fuck. No, but Good Lord. I'm not touching that White Claw to see my goddamn. Um, we got Will Ospreay versus Hiromu Takahashi for the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Oh, damn. Uh, Lance Archer versus John Moxley for the U.S. Championship in a Texas death match. Last man standing. And that's on night one. So, it's Saturday and Sunday? Yeah. J- January 4th and 5th. Um, Brian, Lucia, I'm going to need those logins. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm going to be looking for that. Should we pop these open? It's cracking, man. Yeah. Cheers. Happy holidays. Yes. Happy holidays. Happy holidays man. Star Wars. Swig a beer for the working man. It's the, uh, honestly, good. This is good. Uh, oh, yeah. Third time here. <clears throat> yeah. It is for e- you. <laughs> yeah. Literally, for each of the sequel trilogies since we bit. For each movie since we started this podcast, you've been on. I couldn't have you. I couldn't, I couldn't do Star Wars without you. Exactly. We did. (laughs) So, um, before we get into it, I'm gonna have to serve as the moderator because you guys have you guys are more hardcore fans (laughs) than I am. I'm the I'm the more casual. Okay. I'm the I'm the casual. Like I watched the movie. I watched them all, but y'all like 
y'all been invested in the 40 years. Jedi Club, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shit, man. oh, my God. That will never die. That will never die. <laughs> you just run. Oh, man. Shout outs to George J. West, circa 94, 95, Miss Fink's yes. class. Yep. Oh, my Ms. God. Miss Fink, man. Oh, mm. man. We did everything except schoolwork. Really. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Initial thoughts. Uh, who should we start? Uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's get it. All right, I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. Let the ca- I'll, I'll, I'm the, all right, the casual fan. From a casual fan's point of view, I left the movie theater entertained. Okay. Um, I do see flaws. Mm-hmm. I, I saw some flaws. So I can understand why you got like the... the um, Next bit, next drink better be a nasty concoction because your cowboys lose it. It's not happening, son. Nope. We never shook on it, Ed. But anyway, you shut your face. I saw you laughing. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um, I did see some flaws, a bit of, you know, some lack of character development. Mm-hmm. And it was predictable. Yeah. It was predictable. Um, I'm not going to spoil- make the spoiler alert just no yet. Spoilers? Not oh. just yet. Not just yet. We're gonna, uh, we didn't do the spoiler warning we'll yet. Spoil the shit out of the movie. Well, at least do initial initial thoughts, but and then we'll do the okay. spoiler warning. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, but still, all in all, I did I did leave entertained. I did enjoy it. Okay. Flaws were noticeable, predictable, but still entertaining. All right. All right. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think it was a bit predictable. I agree with the character development thing, but I feel like that wasn't a flaw with just this movie. I feel like it was a flaw with the series. Like, Kylo Ren in particular. I wasn't referring to him, but... But there wasn't a lot, like, for as, like, deep as they tried to get into his whole thing, they didn't develop the character enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's not a... there's there's more there I guess than some of the others, but mm. I still feel like that was lacking. Like I feel like there was a lot that was like skimmed over. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just watched the movie. <laughs> 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 I just watched it. I just came. Out I didn't want to say it. You would have been pissed. He's like, are you serious? You knew he was coming two weeks ago. I'm like, but yeah, it's good. It's fresh in your mind. Yeah, no, I literally just left the movie theater just while. I was supposed to watch it last night. It didn't end up happening. Mm. Holidays were kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah tell me about it. Family visiting. Um, yeah, man, it was it was entertaining. I honestly, there's been people that have been dragging this movie through the dirt, and I'm just like, my brother actually being one of the people who was like, this movie was terrible, and, uh, and I'm like, he liked Watchmen. <laughs> so, so I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I hated Watchmen, so I just kind of... I'm like, I, I'm gonna, I was going to watch it anyway. Yeah. Um, I watched it. I left entertained, man. I, I felt like it was... I don't understand why people are dragging it so bad. Yeah. It's good. yeah. Oh, am I too loud? Are we... Uh, no, I think it was. Can people hear me? Yeah, uh, just give us a quick second. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, please stand by, Carl, if you can, like. You know what? Here, go ahead. <coughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. 
Um, so, so let me go back to, I don't know what, how much they heard. I guess I'll say, like I said, I agreed with you on certain things. Um, character development. I did leave entertained. I didn't leave as upset as a lot of fans. And this is coming from a fan of the original trilogy. Right. I didn't leave as upset as a lot of other fans did, where all I've seen online is people drag this movie, like just completely dragging and be like, oh, this movie sucks. Fuck the new Star Wars. Blah. And I'm just like, <laughs> and like I said, even my, my younger brother was like, no, oh, this movie was terrible. Mm-hmm. And I just watched it and I'm like, I wouldn't say it was terrible. You know what I mean? It it was pretty on par with the rest. I have some issues with not... I have some issues with the trilogy as a whole and the way it was developed, not so much this movie. And I don't understand what the hell everybody's so mad about. <laughs> uh, so that's my quick, you know, my hot take. Vic, tell them why you're mad. Oh man, Vic's a mad one. Oh shit. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, Carl, before I t- speak, can you say something in the mic? Bitches on bitches on bitches. Um, okay. I think maybe your mic will. Can you give. Yeah, yeah it, it should be all right. But anyway, it's good. Uh, we can share. Um, with uh, the rise of Skywalker, uh, if there's one word I can use to sum up this film, it's the word cowardice damn um that's uh that's strong (laughs) yeah um we'll we'll get into it we'll get into the spoilers shortly but i will say that um there's cowardice in the sense of this film deliberately rolls back uh the changes and developments made in the last jedi Mm. it felt like jj abrams uh made this film as a rebuke of the last jedi um and to a certain extent ryan johnson with some of the choices he made. Um, also, uh, and, and this isn't a spoiler because you see it in like the first uh, minute, bringing back Palpatine, uh, who died in the la- in Return of the Jedi, uh, which which was bizarre, which which basically was the, there was the moment that pretty much hobbled the movie from the start and the movie could never find its footing for me, like cause just, just bringing back Palpatine and it didn't really have a good reason for it. Um, also how the film marginalized certain characters particularly uh kelly marie trans character uh rose 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 tico from last jedi here she's a glorified extra it kind of felt like uh this film was like oh well for all you racists and misogynists who didn't like her who complained about her so much who did that again just to piss you off well that's like well well for all the racists and misogynists guess what she's just a glorified extra she doesn't have any she barely has any lines she's her character That, that was confusing to me yeah, didn't they make she, her and uh, homeboy made out in the last one? Yeah, Finn. <laughs> and then what the uh, that, what the fuck happened in this movie? <laughs> where nothing? He, yeah. Now nah, hold on. Now yeah. 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 Initial thoughts. Yeah. That that was that kind of felt like um they were like trying to uh pl- coddle the all the idiot troll fans, um. And also, there are some insulting fake out moments, which we'll get into the spoilers. Moments that moments that were like, okay, so this movie might have some balls. Oh wait, no, just kidding. And yeah, and, and there were just like so many problems in the, in the narrative that like I came away from this theater feeling nothing, 
absolutely nothing. I'm like, I can't wait until this until next Thursday so I can drag this film through the coals and explain why this film, this 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 film just it, it, it's a botch. I'm sorry, but <laughs> sorry, but but this this film this film is like. If, if the first two films were like were like the Cowboys in their prime, all right, here we go. Rise of Skywalker is like you. You, you could have said something else. Rise of Skywalker is like the Cowboys uh, no, since since like the late '90s up till now. You know, they you, you you expect them to lose and they do. You know, but they have their diehards who are going to praise them no matter what. They're gonna they're gonna pay money for their tickets no matter what. They're gonna buy the merch no matter what, even though they don't know how to win. They don't know how to close it. All all you have are fans going, "We them boys, sixth rings," and that's it. You know, that's that's, you, that's you, what it you is. You take shots at trolls, but yet you you won every week. No, just no. I mean, I mean, I know how passionate you are of the of the Cowboys. You know, a team that hasn't won anything since uh, Nintendo produced Super Nintendo games. Jeez, since since, 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 since I don't I don't want, I don't really watch football, but yeah, the Cowboys have not won in a while. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, 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 they haven't won since like Emmett yeah. Smith was. <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm a lifelong. Yeah, hey man, hats off to you. I they're all going to. Oh man, hey. Since since Sega produced consoles. Jeez. Yeah. But anyway. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> but uh new movie too. Yeah. But but yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm all I'm all set. I'll, Those I'll were the initials. All right. It is officially one hour wow, we one hour in. Spoilers from this point on. Spoiler yep. so if you didn't alert. See it, just mute it. Other than that, if you did see it, join it. Join in on the combo in the comments and just yeah, we want to hear your thoughts too. Uh side note, y'all down to order a pizza. Yeah. I actually oh. kinda ate. Oh, you ate? Yeah. You motherfucker. Nah, you went yeah. with it. All right, come on, let's go. All right. Let's get it. All right, so, all right, so we'll kick it off. Um, like I said in the beginning, uh, Palpatine is back. Um, yeah, despite dying, that was weird. Yeah, I that he died. yeah, I, you can't forget that he died. Yeah, casual man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Darth he, Vader. He, he throws him over the thing. He died. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's Blew dead up. as shit. Yeah. Yeah, but, so we thought. We thought he was dead. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we thought he was dead, and then, and then, uh, apparently, um, his his corpse is hooked up to uh, some machine. And yeah, I found that interesting. When you finally see that he's hooked up to this, like, uh, whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There. There, yeah, there was no backstory, and apparently they kind of hand waved it, where he said that, oh, yeah, the the dark side of the force makes you do unnatural shit. Okay, okay. And then apparently we find that uh, Snoke, the villain from the second film, Last Jedi, was a clone. Was like some kind of like experiment, a puppet that Palpatine. They just kind of put them together. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah, which which I thought was like the smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke and mirrors, and then and then and then like there's just like so many questions here because 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 not only Palpatine is back, but we find out that uh, Ray. Uh, the main character, the main heroine, is the granddaughter. granddaughter. She's Ray Palpatine. Yeah. So, which which basically uh, ignores the Last Jedi, which said that okay, Ray's parents are nobodies. So she's just naturally adept at the Force. 
And that kind of walks back on the message of the, the theme of The Last Jedi being that, okay, the force is for everyone. Okay, yeah, there'll be people who are more gifted, gifted than others, but anyone has the potential. This film is like, nah, you got to be related. You, you got to be a Skywalker or a Palpatine. Right. I guess if you read, like, if you have to, like, read the book, you know, read the books or watch the other shows and stuff, like, you probably would have to... You, you probably see other Jedis. Like, I know Mace Windu is not within, like, that family. Right. But he's still a Jedi Master, Yoda, and then, you know, all the other ones. But mm. I see, I do see where you're getting at. Where it just shows, like, okay, you literally have to be. But it's very very rare that somebody else without with that's not within those bloodlines the skywalker and the palpatine that mm-hmm. you would be with yeah um yeah I, I thought and plus like it raises more questions than answers because it's like okay so that's a whole story there so what made palpatine's like son like walk turn his back on his evil dad and hide hide his hide his daughter um because yeah. you don't know anything about him uh, or or his or his wife like Ray's mom. Um, you, you got to blink, but then like that's no substitute for actual storytelling because it's like literally you blink, you missed him. Yeah, and, and then and then J.J. Abrams has the nerve to say, "Oh yeah, we had this. I had this idea the whole time." No, you, no, you didn't. You, you just pulled this out of your ass so you because yeah. you knew well, the J. last. J.J. Abrams is capable of so much better. Is well, that's the thing. I'd agree with you, but after watching this, I'm like, is he though? Is he though? Because like, I've I've noticed that that jj abrams he's a filmmaker he's he's good as I, I won't go so far as to call him a hack because i think he's talented but um he's talented at spectacle he's talented at uh at putting together like well done action scenes good pacing you but the force awakens. yeah force awakens was good even though it was a remix of yeah, a new hope but we gave it a, a, yeah yeah it was that's what it was it yeah was, just they like, followed the skeleton well he's yeah. um off the little off the subject, his Spider Man, that Spider Man comic that he's doing with his son is actually getting really, is actually getting a lot better. Okay, he's doing a he's doing a Spider Man comic. Yeah, he's on the third issue right now. Oh no, shit! Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, introduce a new villain and everything. Okay, damn. Okay. But but yeah, I was gonna say like like Abrams, he's good at spectacle, but when it comes to like like actual storytelling, like original storytelling, he. He has he's had some sort of like strange aversion towards it. Like he's like he's all about well, I'm not gonna give you I'm not gonna give you original moments. I'm gonna I'm gonna reference moments that you were familiar with in the previous films to play on your nostalgia right. to make to fool you into thinking that oh this is this is some good shit. Now has he done that before in other movies that you've seen? Like the honestly the other only other movie I can think of besides uh, Force Awakens I'm sure that I can think of at this moment was what Cloverfield. Um. Well, the Cloverfield, but um, I was gonna say like the his Star Trek Wait, films. Which Cloverfield did he do? Oh, I like that one. Yeah, Cloverfield was good. That was a good movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, I don't for the he, like POV, yeah, he, genre. He, yeah, he actually produced it. He didn't direct it. Ah, yeah. But no, nah, but um, but like like the Star Trek films that he did, like which I heard they were good. I didn't watch the, the first one. The first one is the one worth watching. My Star Wars. Uh, yeah, lineage will not Star allow Wars. me to watch the Star the Star Trek yeah. films. <laughs> yeah, like, like okay. yeah, like really, like like his Star Trek films are more action oriented, so they're more Star Wars like. Yeah, no, I actually heard Star they Trek. were pretty good. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, like like the first one is the best one. Into Darkness was had a lot of problems because it tried to be Wrath of Khan. Um, the one, uh, the one was like, Khan. yeah, Khan, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the third one, yeah, the third one was fine. 
Yeah, it had Beastie Boys on the soundtrack, so that's what I remember about it. It was a sabotage. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. No, uh, sabotage. sabotage. Yeah. And the video was awesome. Yeah. It was a great um, video. Yeah. We're getting uh, sidetracked though. Yeah. <laughs> you were but, yeah. but but yeah, like um but yeah, Palpatine's uh like Ray's parents brings up more questions than answers. Also with Palpatine, um the fact that he has like the, the final order with like the Star Destroyers like that that came underneath from the ground of that planet he was on. Right. Yeah. It was like it was like it was like okay a question number one like were they under were those Star Destroyers underground the whole time and they were all fully staffed so did you just have like a staff that just like I thought that was kind of cool I'm not gonna, I, visually it was cool it was cool as shit man I, <laughs> <laughs> I might be easy to please but I'm like and he rolls this shit out the ground I'm like damn that was cool but yeah, yeah. The, the whole I'm like wait hold on who's staffing these things man yeah. they were just waiting. Yeah, like, and, and then like all of them had like Death Star cannons, so they can all destroy planets. Yeah, yeah that was wild. Yeah, that was too much. Which, yeah, which which brings the question: I was like, okay, why destroy planets? I mean, because because I was thinking like, wait a minute, wouldn't it be better to just like conquer worlds instead of just blowing them up? Because I mean, if we're gonna, so here's the thing, right? If we're gonna ask that question for this movie, we gotta ask that question for all of the movies because they were all destroying planets, even in the, you know what I mean? You had the Star Destroyer, the Death Stars, and like, yeah. I say, I want to know why the hell they're destroying. Why are you gonna destroy every fucking planet, man? Yeah. But, man, yeah, I don't know. One thing I did. One gripe I did have though was I, I to me I really felt like Finn's character was underdeveloped. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Like, he was. I he just, was. He, he like he was just. He Especially was just, in this one, they didn't really like do much with him other than he was just kind of like there because he was there in the first two. He's just an yeah. extra hand. It's like mm-hmm. it's like Ray was just carrying. Like carrying a box, and she was—he was just a. All right, let me help you out with it. Yeah, yeah. Let me help you out with this. He was like the guy giving a boost over the yeah. fence. Mm. Yeah, that's what that's what I felt. And then he has his little connection with the um, with the new Janna character. Yeah, with character. the other chick who was also a uh, ex stormtrooper, yeah. and then he yeah. finds oh you, and it's just like yeah. Did we, just, did we just become <laughs> best friends. Yup. Yeah. So they. <laughs> They just kind of left it at that. It's like, oh, there's a whole gang of us? Yeah, okay, cool. Let's keep going on with the movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Give me more, man. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's the problem with the film. It's like it introduces like these like separate story threads with like some other new characters. And we... Yeah, yeah, and Poe Dameron and uh, uh, Carrie Russell's character, yeah. Zori Bliss. Like, we barely know who they are. Right. They're like in and out. And... And with uh, the character of Janna, I kind of felt like, like all the th- like she was kind of a redundant character in the sense that all the things that she did was stuff that Rose could have done in this movie. Yeah, because they could have gave, they definitely could have gave Rose much more depth. Yeah. Like you said, a glory. She was uh, she was a glorified extra. Yeah, she's like, oh, I have to go off to study these star destroyers. What did they? What? I that's <laughs> yeah. See, this is I don't man. That shit was. She's in the last movie. Mm-hmm. Her and Finn make out. So I'm like, all right, there's gonna be like a little, little love thing here. Next, this one, like you said, she's a glorified extra. She's yeah. not like she literally doesn't. She could have just not been in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. you wouldn't miss. Her. 
Because it almost seemed like they were trying to develop something between Finn and the new chick who has the same background as him that were, we, oh, yeah, it was an ex-stormtrooper. Like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. that's yeah. yeah, they didn't. It almost felt like, I'm like, should we do it? Are they going to do it? They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my beef with uh, some of the stuff in the movie. Yeah. I don't know if that has to do, like you said, maybe J.J. Abrams taking a shot at the previous director from the second movie i don't know why they switched which i mean i feel like that's kind of normal Mm -hmm. in the film industry yeah but it is like a it's like a kink in the the fluidity of things yeah Yeah. now was you coming on some of his because my what i have to say what i have to ask really is like how is something like kind of or like different from what he was saying oh, okay yeah i was gonna i was gonna say with the character of uh of finn too it's like it's like yeah you, ha- you had something interesting there like yeah he's in he's an ex-stormtrooper and like i would have said that like a better thing would have been like his whole arc could have been like him throughout the series he could have been like okay like i want to see if i can convert some other people who want to leave the first order right. and you know kind of like help out the resistance and whatnot here it kind of felt like like it was like just completely tacked on and and, and and not to mention too, it's like, it's like with Finn, he's he seems to be more of like a supporting character. Where it's like he's like, it's like his biggest line of dialogue is Ray, like he's like he's trying to like like he's trying to support, like he's trying to be Ray's cheerleader or something more than it more than like an actual, like his own like his own person, his own man, and and also too like the the, the weird thing about the whole um, him and Janna being ex stormtroopers. Like you would think that okay, there's an interesting wrinkle. Like every time they 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 every time they have to face stormtroopers, like they maybe have to maybe they feel conflicted. It's like oh man, the, every every stormtrooper we we kill, that might be a potential person we could have saved. Yeah, right. But in this film, it's like whoa, shit, sh- boom, just shooting down one after another. After kill the stormtroopers. Yeah, kill them all. <laughs> they still can't shoot for shit. No, they can't. And hey, they always that's, that's 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 but yeah. That's just a story. It's just that's that's exactly. It's just going to be an ongoing thing for any Star Wars, anything series, cartoon. If they do new movies, yeah, right. They can't. They can't shoot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and they have Sith troopers who are basically stormtroopers in red. Yeah. What's the what's the difference? Oh, they're in red. They're in red. Do they have any Sith powers? Nah. They're cool though. Captain Falcon was probably the baddest storm trooper just because she was in clone. She was a clone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she was actually pretty badass. And then they killed her, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they killed her. They killed her. What I was going to ask, and it's probably going to get into a samba note. Okay, so how they killed off Princess Leia's character. Mm -hmm. It was cheapened to me, but unfortunately, you know, Carrie Fish is no longer with us, so right. they kind of had or to rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. they kind of had to do what they could. I'm surprised they, they had as much as they did to actually go forth with this movie yeah. and have her because they had her in a big most of the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like you, but the thing was, it was just, uh, it was blatantly obvious mm-hmm. that okay. We needed her for this part, and you know, due to our entire her untimely passing, you know, we couldn't have her, so we had to 
Scram- it's like they had to scramble up and do a quick audible and just put something together. Yeah. You're like, all right, she's got to go somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought they were going to take her in the last film mm-hmm. when she's like floating off in space. Yeah. And then all of a sudden comes back to life and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, wait, why? She's got to be in this. How's she got to be in the next film? Mm-hmm. Which she was. But what was cool, though, was when they actually showed Luke and Leia mm-hmm. training. Yeah, like a that was dope. Like I like that. Old, but, you know, yeah, younger selves and shit. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was. How did they do that? I don't know. Yeah. CGI. Yeah, yeah. The best de aging effects in the business. Yeah. Disney has it. Yeah. Disney got it all, man. <laughs> yeah. Disney has it all, bro. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say, like with Leia, I thought I thought it was uh, relatively seamless how they how they integrated her into what they could into the story. So I thought they did it as best they could. It didn't look like a hack job to me at all. No. It was, it worked. It worked in the story, and then she kind of goes, which there wasn't much explanation to why she all of a sudden is like, I'm like, hold on, you're sick? What's going on? Like, you you communicate with uh, your son, and then... Yeah, yeah, and all they kind of uh, hinted at was like it's gonna take everything out of her for her to do this, mm-hmm. but then she doesn't say shit to him other than Ben, <laughs> <laughs> and then she dies, and I'm like, hold on, you did all that to say his name, like, yeah, I guess like I guess to try to convert him back to the light side. That, that was another yeah. if I had to, um, you know. I, then I thought Kylo Ren was a cool ass character. Yeah, he's definitely the most interesting one in the sequels. And he is, even though he's like a... A whiny little bitch, you know what? He's just like this yeah. grown man that just throws fucking tantrums. <laughs> like, I, I can't remember what... I don't know if it was uh, The Force Awakens or the one after it, but I just remember laughing. There's a scene where he just like literally has a tantrum and like flips out. <laughs> And I fucking started dying because I'm like, yo, hold on. Like, this shit is way too funny. I'm like, you're throwing a tantrum, fam. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. I felt like I felt like he was such a cool character. I did not. I knew it was going to happen. Like I mentioned, it was predictable. I did not want him to convert. I actually wanted him to be the Skywalker that was just too far yeah. into the dark side where everybody tried to, but he was like... You I wanted him to be Darth far. Vader. I yeah. wanted... Yeah, but even then, Darth Vader still redeemed himself. Yeah, like man. Me. I, I wanted him to be too... Good has to prevail, Vader. man. That he well, had, they had to kill him off. He's like... Yeah. To I, put him out Yeah, I mean, he did die. Well, he did, but... You know, I just... But I, I still yeah. wanted him to be bad. Uh, yeah. I want him to be bad from when we introduced him mm-hmm. till the end. Especially the end. when he like fused his um because he killed Solo yeah, and exactly yeah. like and when he like put his he put his um helmet together and everything. Yeah, he yeah. Ended up getting the scars. I don't know what it is like with evil characters with characters with scars on their face. I just think it gives him like a more badass appeal to it. Yeah, man. But it's like and he started to get that. Like he, he was like this. I just wish they would have developed him more, even even when he was probably one of the more developed characters. Yeah, I feel like with this trilogy, that was the issue. That was my biggest issue. It was like a, yeah. like they skimmed through the entire three movies, and I'm like, yo, like 
You had so much room to develop these characters. Even the yeah. most, more, not most, I won't say most, the more developed of them mm-hmm. being uh, Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and Rey, yeah. there was still times where it's like, hold, wait, like, I just want to be like, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did we get here? Yeah. You didn't, like, yeah. How the fuck did we get here, man? Like, don't just put <laughs> yeah. me here and then, oh, shit, this motherfucker's evil. Like, give me more that adds to, like, give me some depth. Yeah. Like, like I feel like... The Game of Thrones treatment. I mean, because you are, but the Game of Thrones treatment. I never watched Game of Thrones. Okay. There was some plot... The last season. Plot holes that we as fans had to fit, had to put together. Right. When they should have been explained to us. And it's not, but here's the thing, and I'm not even saying that it has to be literally spelled out, because I'm very, like, at least for myself, I can read between the lines with movies, Mm -hmm. because if you go back to the original trilogy, Vader, like, they didn't spell it out for you, but just the way his character was portrayed, and the few things that were, you know, like, when the I am your father, which I heard was like a last minute thing that was just thrown in there. Yeah. I heard that was like a last minute decision, but that literally like was a pivotal moment yeah. mm-hmm. and it just added so much more to the character. Yeah. That you were like, oh yeah. shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was like so cuz you yeah, you want some mystery. Mm-hmm. And he had that, but I feel like there was enough development in his interactions that you were like, all right, like I know who this guy is. Yeah. And I feel like with Kylo Ren that wasn't fully there. Like, I'm like, all right, I know you're Han Solo and Leia's kid. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where your motive is as far as why you're this fucking... Yeah, like... Why you're, like, what are you mad about, fam? Like, it, like it, they did... <laughs> you know? Like, they did show a bit of a glimpse of why, because, like, Luke tried to kill him. Um, right. When he was training him, because Luke... Because he saw, yeah, because he saw that he was, he was going dark. Yeah, Yeah, and then Luke had that moment of doubt, and then he stopped himself. But then uh, Ben, you know, thought that oh, he he was trying to kill me. Then that's what led him down the path. And and also to your point, we still didn't know anything about the Knights of Ren, which Kylo supposedly led. Yeah, I thought that like I thought that this film would have at least showed us them expanded on that a bit more. Yeah, none of that was there. No, it was, no, yeah. That's what is my that's my biggest issue again. Like just the skimming over of a lot of stuff that I'm like you, you. Are you gonna leave this for another film? Like I don't, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. just like there's certain things that you could have in this film, and without making it too convoluted, right. And they they just, they just didn't do it, and it's almost. I think that's where maybe the whole hack thing with the comes in. I don't know if that's particularly J.J. Abrams' fault or the writers or who, but I'm like, man, you, there's just stuff that were like that just yeah. wasn't touched on that could have added a lot of depth to a lot of characters. Yeah. Do you think? Do you guys think it could have used an extra movie? Um, no, it didn't need an extra movie. It just needed better, I think, connecting the dots. So, the, as far as the writer, because you don't need an extra movie, um, 
if you have the right people in place, like for instance, Finn, like you said, like Finn's character wasn't really super well developed. And you're right. All we really know is that he was an ex stormtrooper, and most of his backstory is in the first movie. Yeah. But there's very little of it. And then from then on, there's no more development of it in any way. It's just like, all right, here's the mission at hand. Oh, you meet some girl that you guys, whatever, right? There's like a love interest. And then in this movie, it's done. Yeah. I don't think you need an extra uh, movie for it. I just think things needed to, like, dots needed to be connected in a better fashion. Yeah. And I think that's just poor writing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and also too like this this movie uh, like looking at all three films not just Rise of Skywalker it showed that there was no plan in the beginning to see like what the overall arching storyline was right because the first film was just okay let's let's give the fans what we want let's remix a new hope and then we can like go from there yeah let's introduce new characters yeah introduce new characters use the old characters to kind of bridge the gap to pass the torch. And like there was like like say what you want about the prequel trilogy, which is trash. Horrible. <laughs> it's so but, fucking horrible. <laughs> but I still haven't watched the other two. Yeah, I, don't bother. You, you you're I not missing did, anything. But it's just no. like, you I know, watched the first one and they gave me Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> and I was like, I'm literally never coming back to this movie theater to watch any of the other two after this. Yeah. I don't care about Anakin. I already know what happens. He becomes Darth Vader. Yeah. I don't even want to see how he gets his shit chopped off and yeah. I'm good. I went to each of those theaters and probably watched like I I went to I went to see them. I think the last one I lit, I actually paid for was when we finally see Yoda fight. I don't yeah. remember which one that was. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the second one. I didn't watch and it. And another and that like the first one didn't even pay to see it. I just had to be a chaperone. <laughs> well, I mean, that's man, yeah. shit. Works that, out. That, I just gotta. I learned how to do a Jaja I I paid to see that shit. Yeah, I'm upset that I paid to see that shit. I'll, I'll blame I you, it. but it's really bad because it's very bad. I'm not as like I paid to see all three of these, and I'm not as upset. Right. Yeah. Even with this last one. Yeah. Um, you still. Felt they like didn't put. They didn't give me a Jar Jar Binks. Thank the Lord. Did they right. have, did happen to okay, the hardcore fans? Yeah. To the casual, what did they do to him? Did he die? John oh, Binks? Yeah. No. He didn't die. No, he didn't die. They should have killed him. Yeah. He he was he was he, he should have died. He was pushed to the background. Yeah, but but because yeah, I'm sure the fans probably were vocal enough. Where it's well, just like, tried, dude, what the well, fuck, they man? They drove the actor to kill himself. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But uh, but I was gonna say like with the prequel trilogy as terrible as they are, right? Um, at least at least I give George Lucas some credit in the fact that he had one unified vision, one consistent vision from the beginning. Yeah, and and he stuck with it. Um, this film needed needed something like that where it was like, okay, here's the plan. Here's a, here's how we're gonna begin the story. Here's your, yeah. how we're gonna have the middle portion. And here's how we're gonna wrap it up. They didn't have that, and and like with the third film, originally they were gonna have a. Colin Trevorrow, who was who directed Jurassic World, to do this film, but then uh, he left the project or he was fired, and um, they they brought back J.J. Abrams to kind of pick up the slack. And fun fact: the the, the co writer of this film is a uh, Oscar winning screenwriter Chris Terrio, who won for Ben Affleck's film Argo. That's but, a great fucking movie, by the which, way. It, it is a it is a good movie. It is great movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. 
Yeah. You haven't seen Argo? No, I haven't. Argo, fuck yourself. You got to <laughs> <You laughs> yeah. watch that. That's a, that's, yeah, go watch and, that. I feel like you, you've said that to somebody before. Probably have. <laughs> and nobody gets it because people yeah. haven't watched that movie. And it's I a know. good movie. It is. but It's a line in the movie. Watch um, yeah. it. You'll get it. All right. But Chris Terrio was also responsible for writing Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. That was a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> so, God, what a terrible, what a piece of shit, man. I was yes. like, I'm yes. sorry. What a piece of shit that movie was. It was. It was. I, it was. It was a, ah, man. Yeah, we're getting really sidetracked. But that movie was a piece of shit, man. Yeah. And I'm like, you literally had a whole fucking, that movie was already laid out to be successful. Mm-hmm. And you guys ruined it. Listen. I, yeah. That movie was so bad was that I went terrible. home mm-hmm. to watch an episode of Agents of Shield. Jeez, Agents of Shield ain't that bad. It's I never, bad. I never watched it. it, it it's fun. It kind of yeah. drives on a bit, and it's like, all right, we kind of get it, but it's like, still, it was like mm-hmm. an episode of Agents yeah. of Shield really was like a nice palate cleanse for the shit that I taught watched. That is yeah, as much yeah. as they amped it up too, man. Yeah, and we roasted it on the podcast too. So I think I saw some of that. Yeah, which you know, I'm but, I'm on board for <laughs> fuck that movie. Yeah, but um, but yeah, and and here's another thing that bugs me too about the whole um one 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 element. And I, I, what is your beans, Vic? Okay, there's a scene where um where Ray goes back to um the island planet where Luke is. Yeah, and um you know she's like. Like she's she's like she she loses hope. Luke, the Force Ghost comes back, and like and, and one one and a kind of like a slight diss to Ryan Johnson said that when she threw her lightsaber in the burning wreckage of the yeah. Tie Fighter, Luke catches her lightsaber and says, "We gotta treat these with respect." Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. He might as well yeah, have done yeah. that. Turn to the camera, but then I kind of like that though. <laughs> yeah, because 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 honestly. Fuck Ryan Johnson, man. <laughs> a lot of people hated Last Jedi. I don't know why. I, I didn't. I, I didn't I hate the. Me. I didn't even hate the Last Jedi. But it had bold choices, and it tried to evolve the series. Mm-hmm. I don't. Hey, yeah. You actually had a still of that shot, mm-hmm. and you met Mark Hamill at like a Comic Con or something. Mark yeah. Hamill hated that fucking movie, by the way. Like he fucking hated the Last Jedi. He was like, "This is trash." Yeah. Basically, he's like, "Hamill would well, autograph that scene, that still shot, and probably would have said, Fuck you, Ryan Johnson.'" Well, on this well, here's well, here's my issue. He's, no, he's a smart. I've seen like autographs of Mark Hamill. He does shit like that. It's does like, he? Hmm. Like people like bring. There yeah. yeah, was a picture like he autographed hmm. like Star Wars card, like trading cards, but there yeah. were like scenes from the movie. And he just like made wrote like funny captions on him along with his along with his um, signature. It's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was gonna say like uh, there was a one moment where um, where Luke out of nowhere says, where, where basically Ray says that oh I just found out that I'm Palpatine's granddaughter, and Luke is like right. yeah I know, and Leia knew too. They we had a feeling. I'm like yeah uh, yeah and I'm sitting yeah, there yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? Where did this come? Where did this come from? I figured. I see. I didn't question that too much. I'm like, uh, he's Luke. I'm like, hey, the motherfucker but, had to know. But, 
but, but, but, okay. but, but it was the, the whole time. But he said that the whole time, from the moment I met you, from the moment I first saw you. He's like, I, I knew. knew. I, oh, I knew you were the granddaughter. You're the granddaughter. Well, of maybe he would explain why he didn't want to really, you know, he was telling her the Jedi are dead and didn't want to train her and all that shit. Mm-hmm. My beef with the Last Jedi was there was some bold stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But my beef with. So, you know, in this movie, they have. They show Ray training. Mm-hmm. They show her, and apparently Leia was training her. Yeah, which was, I just I found it interesting, and I'm like, all right, I didn't know. I mean, I guess the second movie they kind of showed. I'm like, all right, like Leia's pretty well versed to an extent mm-hmm. in the Force, right? Um, but in the second movie, there was no. Luke didn't fucking train Ray at all. Like there was no like there was no hint of him training her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like where is she getting all this Jedi force fucking prowess? Mm-hmm. And now you're showing me in this movie that she's been like now training with Leia. I'm just like I Well, I mean I guess she's... it's supposed to come full circle with someone that Leia did train with Luke. Yeah, then they show that she, but I'm like, but she went to find Luke. Well, and at some point, I feel like there should have been something in that movie where it's like, all right, Luke at least begins to train her, Mm -hmm. not just he's an angry fucking hermit. Well, on show that he has been training her. Well, well, that's the thing. Like she, she traveled to that planet to convince him to come back into the fight. Yeah, and plus, like, she's already, like, a gifted amateur, like, in the Force, anyhow. Yeah, she was super, yeah, you could see in the first movie, you could see she was gifted. She did convince him to come back, Mm -hmm. but he didn't really come back. Yeah, but he came in a really badass way, though. He projected himself. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was some fans that were really fucking mad. They were like, oh, it was a lot of fans that... (laughs) There's always gonna be fans that are yeah, mad. Exactly. There, yeah. Like this is a shout out and shout out to our friends up in Buffalo, Pop Stew, Yo, stupid. They hated, right? They hated the Last Jedi to the point where I'm just like, I really need Vic to freaking debate these guys in that because I, I don't be need thoroughly, to. I See, yeah, I don't hate any of the films. No, they hated. I don't think I can you. There's missteps in the Last Jedi. Can. You sit here and be like, yo, I hate it? No. Like, you can't fucking hate that movie. Just like, yeah, I don't even feel like you can hate this one as much as people are, like, dragging it through the mud, does. man. There's still some good, you know what I mean? Like, there's a few times where, like, there's sometimes where I was just sitting there and I'm like, all right, I was expecting this, I was expecting this. Yeah. But then there's times where I'm like, uh, like when Leia dies, I don't know, man. When Leia died, mm-hmm. and Chewie, and they tell Chewie, I'm like, man, I kind of like got a little choked up. I'm like, oh shit, man, I felt bad for Chewie, dog. I was like, yeah, damn, man, that I got kind of emotional. I'm like, fuck, I felt it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I felt that scene, and I'm like, all right, cool. If they can make me feel something, they're doing a decent job at mm-hmm. fucking filmmaking. Yeah, like that. Uh. You know, the final scenes where they're fighting Palpatine's yeah. uh, zombie 
yeah sith army or whatever the fuck like yeah there was a lot of shit there that i'm like all right they, you know this is this is still good mm-hmm. they just needed to be again connecting the dots there needed to be right. more of that yeah and also too like there were um there were some f- uh, plenty of like fan servicey moments in the film that were like yeah uh, like for example like right after chewie finds out that leia died and you know he he's given he's actually given a medal because it's like, oh, people fans complain that Chewie didn't get a medal in A New Hope. So here's a uh, scene where you see somebody handing him a yeah, gold they medal. Did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That was that after was that was after after they uh they defeated uh Emperor's the Sith. Yeah. When they defeated the Sith, they come back and yeah, they're like Leia wanted you to have this. Yeah. And they gave Chewie the medal he never got. I yeah. Like I I saw that I, I saw that in my nice. I, when I saw that in a theater, I'm like Fuck off! <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's it just it just felt like it was like typical the J.J. Abrams form playbook. Just like I need to pander to the fans in this moment. Like let, let me recall, let me bring back moments from better movies to kind of sucker you into thinking that oh that we're, this we're is a great movie. Yeah, like this is this is this is we're doing something great here. No, you're making me remember the old movies if i want to watch the old movies i'll watch the fucking old movies don't don't bring back old old moments here so hold on so now you kind of saw so, so <laughs> this is funny right because i had a, a recently uh debate with my brother right because we were talking about these films and i mentioned rogue one which i enjoyed and i thought was good because it's a more so original storyline right mm-hmm and his argument, he's like, no, it was bad. And he likes Force Awakens better. And I'm like, how? <laughs> I'm like, how? I thought Rogue One was good. <laughs> I thought it was good. And his argument was all the fan service moments in the movie. Man, there's a whole lot of it. And I'm like, and, and even all they put Leia. And, and I'm like, well, yeah, because it literally leads into A New Hope. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't they be there? I'm like, yeah. They're supposed to be there. <laughs> it's the movie leading into this. But yeah, they, it, I don't know. Speaking it, of fan service too. Um, oh. So recently, SN, SNL did a joke. Did a joke mm-hmm. about um, okay. If you notice at the end, you know, at the end, there's um, I, I don't know. I just I'm just gonna call them right. There was two female workers and they shared a kiss. Right, and they actually made a joke on SNL during the weekend update this past week, and they were saying like, "Oh well, people are complaining that they actually portrayed the Star Wars portrayed the first gay kiss." Mm-hmm. So you had no problem when there was incest in the first film. Oh yeah, right. You can wait. Yeah. Hold on, there was. There was, no, because it was Weekend Update on SNL. But there was a gay kiss? Yeah, like, yeah, it was like two were... women. It's like, it was like... Oh, was shit. Yeah, that, that was the two two like, chicks were kissing oh, in that... In this new... SNL yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the thing, so I'm like, all right, we're yeah. just kissing. They had right. Eddie Murphy on recently, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, it was that episode. And was it, yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's it? Like, well... I'm like, are they really pissed off about that? Well, that, that was, that's to, like... that They 
it was like a brief moment, brief enough so they can cut it out to other markets that still think, you know, LGBT is like, you know, evil and whatnot. So like, the, for example, the Singapore cut, they cut that scene out, that moment out rather. And, you know, but but, that's, but it's like Disney want, wanting it both ways, basically. It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're LGBT pride friendly. But, right. oh, we're going we're gonna to cut this moment out to, so we can make that bank international. Wait, Wait what's this? Uh, moment was cut out? Uh, the, the two women kissing at the end. Well, they cut it out in Singapore? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Hey. Yeah. Take out, we're going to be progressive, but Singapore doesn't like it, so... We're not progressive in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, we, we we want money. Yeah, capitalism. It's a cash grab, and I mean, yeah. uh, going back to what you were talking about um, with George Lucas, I'm curious, and I think I really already know the answer to this: is how involved is George Lucas in any of these films? Now, I feel like he has no involvement at all in these new films. None. Like. Like initially, when he sold a uh, Lucasfilm uh, right. for four billion to Disney, like yeah. he he had he actually gave them some story treatments, like like his ideas for yeah, yeah, yeah. for the sequel trilogy. They just tossed them all out. They just tossed them in the garbage. Said, "Yeah, really? Yeah, they were because because George Lucas actually had a had some ideas which would have actually would have. I mean, I would imagine would have like like would have you know, helped. You know? Yeah, like like you know the like, the whole midi chlorian thing and yeah, 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 yeah. He was going to double down on that in his sequel trilogy, saying that, okay, the sequel trilogy is going to focus more on that, mm. where it's going to talk about, it's going to focus on like the micro microbiotic universe of right, the right, right. and focus on that more than anything else. And and since that's the most divisive element in the in this prequel trilogy, Disney was like, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that. In fact, we're not going to do any of your ideas, George. Thanks. But thanks for we're your We're just taking insight. your characters and yeah. throwing everything else out. Yeah, pretty much. Well, That's fucking I terrible. Just got yeah. a, uh, I have IGN on alert. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker is now the second highest earning movie on Christmas Day, Boom. coming in behind only one other Star Wars film, which is. Uh, I gotta click on the link. Which debuted big, but still behind both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Really? Okay. Okay. Oh, and. Here's another problem I got with uh, Rise of Skywalker. This movie, another way of like how this movie wants it both ways, yeah. Where it wants to, it wants to like get, sell you the illusion of like actual depth and emotion, like a ballsy move, but then they walk it back. Like for example, Chewbacca's death, like the moment where uh, Chewbacca's ah, captured. Ah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which I really yeah. thought he was dead. They got me I there, and I was like, got- "No, man, you killed Chewie." Yeah, and like, and that would have that would have actually been like a really a ballsy like, ass move. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. Ray has to like deal with like her actions. Like, the, yeah, like uh, if they would have stuck to that, it probably would have. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it would have raised the, it would have ro- rose the bar a little bit, and then like she has to deal with, oh my god, I. Ha- I killed Chewie up by accident, and then she has to deal with that. No, just kidding. Chewie's alive he, in, in the next scene. The another example where C three PO were to decrypt this like Sith uh, artifact. He has it to lose his memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and he's like, "Oh, I'm taking one last look at my friends." He gets his memory wiped so he can translate the thing. And they still treat him like an asshole, by the way. So you know how how friendly are they? He gets his memory wiped, and it's like, oh, man, 3PO doesn't remember any of these characters. This is all new for him. Ah, oh, just kidding. R2-D2 has a backup. backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, a lot of this going on in the movie. A lot of this. And we just want to, like, make you feel that real quick. Then be like, oh, no, it's like. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 
They yeah. were moments that would have that made you feel something. They almost felt like pivotal. Yeah. And then they uh, they they pivoted back. Yep, they did that yeah. a lot, and and they also did it with the uh, the Zori Bliss character, where she's on that planet, and then she gives them Poe that that coin, that Imperial coin, which yeah. And then you think she dies when they blow the planet up, yep. and then all of a sudden she appears, yeah, it's in like, the war. Yeah, so it's like, oh, just kidding. All right, so the casual um, asking the hardcore, asking the Jedi Club. The Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Billy D. Williams was actually needed in this movie? No. I was waiting for him to do a Colt 45 ad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that came to my mind. I was just like, it's Colt 45. <laughs> I, I just yeah. think of Billy D. Williams, um, the Keenan Ivory Wayne's impression from Living Color. <laughs> oh, my God. But, I mean, it was, it was cool seeing Billy D. Williams, I will say, because he's a legend, and he's one of the suavest dudes of all time. Yeah. Talk to him. I, I did have talked to him. At, I no shit, him. really? Yeah, I asked him questions like, "Who were who oh, his nice. favorite filmmakers?" It was cool. Hey, all right, yeah, dope. Um, you know, he's 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 still smooth. He still got it, but um, but you know, it's it was like him. Was he was he needed there? No, it was just it was just pure it's, fan service because they're like, oh, it was. Yeah. Trying to link the. Like but I don't feel like that was like a cheesy. Yeah, it, it, that didn't bother me too much. It didn't bother me. Like I wasn't mad that he was in there. I didn't feel like it was it a was cheesy. Cool, like, he was like the whole, like okay, so how were you guys able to like stop the empire with next to nothing? Mm-hmm. Cut each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He still had the waves too. I'm like, yeah, his waves are spinning, man. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> and oh, and and then another thing about um the 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 the, the final battle with Palpatine. Okay, so like. Some logical gaps, like the fact, besides the fact that we mentioned earlier, the Star Destroyers have all planet-destroying capabilities. Right. Like Palpatine shoots the lightning up in the sky, which you know kind of disables like most oh, of like, the, oh, little, yeah, yeah. the Resistance fleet before backup arrives. Yeah. Okay, he does all he can do all that, but then all of a sudden, when he tries to when he tries to zap Ray with the lightning, she just deflects it with one, one and then two lightsabers. Yeah, and it's like couldn't he just stop? He, he, he could just he could just stop using his lightning and then do something just else. The... And he yeah, doesn't. I... Yeah, and he use like a force push or something. No, he doesn't do that. No. So like he gets destroyed by his own lightning again, and, and then it's like, it was like that was Ray used the that was the first time, and maybe there was some times where I missed it in the se- in, you know in this sequel trilogy that I mm. you know can't think of it, but yeah. that was the first time I actually used seeing the Jedi mind trick since like the first movie. Yeah, that was yeah. the first time she used it. Yeah, on the stormtroopers. Yeah, did anybody mm-hmm. else use it? In no, nope. oh, well, she used it once when she was captured in the Force Awakens on that one stormtrooper. Did she? Yeah. Fuck, I don't even remember Which was, that. That's crazy. Yeah, it was one stormtrooper. Was actually played by Daniel Craig. Really? There, you yeah. know what's crazy? There is a a lot of like people who are just like stormtroopers and stuff, and they yeah. just they Daniel just Craig. They just wanted to be in the movie. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll be a stormtrooper. I just want to be in the fucking Star Wars movie. Pretty they much. Probably <laughs> asked for next to nothing. I could yeah. imagine. Yeah. Just to be, just to be in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, that's me. Yeah, like, really? when, Walk- yeah, when, Walking Dead was, when Walking Dead was still good, mm-hmm. like, a lot of celebrities just went really? to the walkers. No yeah. shit. Wow. Damn. I didn't know that. And so, so yeah, yeah, like, so, that's yeah, crazy. like, though. I just to use that as a... <laughs> no, no, it's good. I had no idea. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Fun, it's a fun fact. That's, like, the, uh. I don't know if you remember pop up video VH1. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, that's like God. a that's like a pop up video like boop yep. like Daniel Craig was uh, yeah mm-hmm. the the Walking Dead <laughs> yeah yeah 
and yeah and then and then so like in the so in the final in the final battle you know like some cheesy dialogue palpatine says i am all the sith yeah and then yeah. rose is like i am iron man oh shit i mean i am all the jedi so it was basically like it was like re- trying to remix Endgame. I did not think about I that. All the Jedi. Now. I yeah. didn't. Wow. I didn't watch Endgame. Endgame. Oh, Endgame I haven't seen it. Yeah. Endgame is good. Amazing. I didn't even watch. What was it Age of Ultron? Whatever the fuck, Infinity War until like way later. Oh yeah. I watched all. I started watching all of them to prepare for Endgame, and then Endgame wasn't in the movie theaters anymore. And I'm like, God, what the fuck? I'm like, all right. Yeah, you gotta watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I already know Iron Man dies. I know. I mean, yeah, but still, like, you got fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. yeah, it is a fun movie to die. So, so like, yeah. So Ray defeats Palpatine. So apparently, we're supposed to believe he's dead for real this time until they decide. Oh, we'll bring him back like 200 years from now. Why not? Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then and then you know Ray uses all her strength. She dies. Ben Solo, who was yeeted into the pit, he actually climbs back right. out, and uh, he uses his force power to resurrect Ray. And kills him. And, and well, but he kills dies. Himself. And which, which I, I saw that I was thinking it'd be funny if they just like do that back and forth, like one dies and then one lives, and then you just do just do that continuously. Like it's on running was, like parody. That was the predictability of this movie and yeah. then, like they shared a kiss and i'm like all right this is like i saw that coming yeah, yeah that, that my okay all right. they, they, it, i feel like they built that up and put more behind that in the movie than building the characters building yeah uh, yeah because they built up that connection between them like throughout the movies mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like i, I kind of felt like that kiss was it was just like another degree of fan service because like you have a lot of people yeah social media like oh like let's let's ship uh ray and kylo um like raylo that was like a hashtag for a while that was really a thing yeah raylo <laughs> yeah hashtag raylo and then like oh look they kiss look, look that's what we did we put that on social oh, media yeah. i hate the internet yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking twitter especially hey, motherfuckers um, i hate all of you but 90 day twitter me and my girl watched 90 day fiance and i became a huge fan of that shit yeah I know. That's a show? Me, 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 <laughs> so yeah. Hold on. Me, nice. Two years ago, but it gave myself the same exact look. But no, I never, I didn't, oh, man. I'm, uh, di- I'm, 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 I'm disconnected from a lot because <laughs> I didn't know that was a, I don't watch I TV. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't watch TV, man. Yeah. Uh, you're not missing anything, I really. I wouldn't watch 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. You gotta have that I so I'm no longer I'm not in a relationship when I was I would just put my significant other on the shit that I like I'll <laughs> no, be like oh she's, no she's into my she's into some of my shit be like you haven't seen this yet well guess what we're watching it <laughs> you know there you go bodega boys <laughs> you know I did oh god yeah I know and Mero yeah yeah, yeah yeah oh, I gotta see their stuff. No, they're fucking great. They had a podcast and the show on Showtime. Okay, nice. They were po- yeah, they were podcast first, and then they were on Vice mm-hmm. when they had oh, decent. They're not, they're not on Vice. They're no, they're on Showtime now. Okay, oh man, brand is strong. You know what I'm saying? They're big now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but uh, but, but yeah, 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 um, so yeah, we've got 
Um, I, I mean, I, I mean, I will, I will say real quick before we before we get to the ending of the film, which uh, uh, I, I did like some of the uh, some of the interplay, like some of the creative uses of the force, like for like 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 for example, um, like the they like have so, like her and like Ray and Kyle have like a force dyad. It's like some kind of like, ultra special connection, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. rare to the point where they can actually manifest like physical objects, like teleport objects like from one location to the other where I always and, thought that was cool. They just yeah, I thought that, that was interesting. That was pretty interesting. In yeah. the second movie, I believe, that was yeah. when they first displayed Yeah, they started that. started yeah. doing it. I always thought that was cool. They built yeah. on that more in this movie. Yeah. Yep. He snatches a necklace from her neck and mm-hmm. shit like that. Then, yeah, yeah, the whole like when Darth Vader's like mask uh, helmet falls and he goes, okay, I know exactly where she's at. Yeah. yeah. Like I thought that was, I always thought that was cool. Yeah. And also, like uh, like I said, the the cinematography in the film uh, it was was amazing. As as in all the all the sequel trilogy, yeah, cinema, up, the all, cinematography has been great throughout. Yeah, 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 they're all gorgeous looking, and especially John Williams' score, which you know you can never you can never get enough of. I think this is yeah, actually his the final score film. is great. Yeah, this is, is it his, really? Yeah, it's his final film. That was it. He's not doing it anymore. Nope, he's retired. So did he do all the Star Wars movies? Um, he didn't do Rogue One or Solo, but he just did the sequel trilogy oh, okay. and the prequel trilogy Word. and the OT. The main, the main, yeah, the main, the, the main, the main stuff, yeah, um, and yeah, but yeah, so as far as positives, we have those, the cinematography and the score. Then we have the ending. So we have the ending, which is cheap fan service, like especially that final shot. Um, basically, I'll, I'll yeah. that, but like it's like Tatooine. Yeah, they goes to Tatooine. Basically, um, even Luke's, though it's not Tatooine, but <laughs> yeah, it's basically Tatooine. Yeah, it's like. Goes to Luke's old homestead. Yeah, yeah. She buries Luke and Leia's lightsabers in the sand, um, and then you know she sees their she sees their force ghosts looking at her, smiling. And then some old lady comes out of nowhere. It's like, who, no one's been here for like oh, generations. Who are you? Oh, I'm Ray Skywalker. That yeah, I was and, like, yeah. I, I literally. I said that at the same time she did in the movie. <laughs> but that was that was expired. That was expected. Yeah. I knew she that was expected. I'm like, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna say that. You're gonna yeah. it's gonna happen. Yeah, and then and then you had like the final shot of like Ray and BB eight, like looking at the twin sunset. Right. And I can just I can just picture JJ Abrams going, Oh, yes, I am a master. Look, look at my work. Yes, yes. I, this, I mean, I, I've you done know, such a great job. Everything oh. comes full circle, man. Full circle. Full circle. It's it's like poetry at rhyme. That was that that was that was some that was some final cheap fan service just to throw to the Throw throw to us plebes. That's what it is. But then that's what it what that's what it is. Comes full circle. You can't be mad at that. You can't. You know what the problem is? You cannot please fans because they'll complain about some shit, and then when you give it to them in a different movie, then they're gonna complain that it's fan (laughs) service. No, but fans are just fickle. No, no, no. They're they're they're. This is true. There's. I mean, they are. Fans can be fickle, but when you have legitimate criticisms, right? You know, there's 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 organic fan service, and then there's this fan service that's just like blatant in your face, just forced in your face, like Rogue One, prime example of that. And to a certain extent, The Force Awakens, sure, but I give Force Awakens a pass because it gave us new characters and it had potential to you know give us take it in new directions, which Ryan Johnson did. And then J.J. Abrams was like, "Nah, nah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep a status quo. We're gonna keep it strictly formula. We're gonna backtrack. We're gonna backtrack everything. And you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna please. We're gonna try to please the fan the, the the fans who didn't like the Last Jedi. We're gonna try to pre- please the racists and the misogynists. We're gonna try to please the people who 
dislike The Last Jedi, so hopefully they'll get something out of this. And you know, and you know what happens when you make a film that tries to please everybody? You please no one. When, when if you if you try to please everybody, you please no one. And you know what? I'm sorry. The Rise of Skywalker is not only the worst film in the sequel trilogy, but it's a film that it's I'd say it's it's a step above the prequel trilogy in terms of quality because at least at least at least at least the Rise of Skywalker on that technical level has craft, um, but in terms of a story, in terms of how it resolves its characters, in terms of a lot of the choices it makes, this film is a disappointment. This film this film closes the Skywalker saga not with a bang but with a whimper, and at this point, you know what. I felt nothing. I, I, it was just like Game of Thrones all over again, season eight. I felt nothing. And except I got a little mad the more I thought about it. But you know what? I said, you know what? I'm going to pretend Rise of Skywalker never happened. And in my own headcanon, the last, the last Jedi, th- that, that's the conclusion. The Last Jedi is the conclusion. And then I can pretend like, yeah, they did some more interesting sh- stuff. Like, you know, after after. I feel like The Last Jedi is the best one out of the whole trilogy. Oh, no question. Yeah. 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 Last Jedi had. Yeah, it, you could see that. Yeah, it 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 it, it tried to push this 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 the the series in a, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting directions. It tried to evolve the formula. Whereas J.J. Abrams, you know, he's all about fan service, all about like recalling nostalgia. He's like, nah, I I I just want to I I want to stick to the classics because you know pe- people don't want to be challenged and and you know yeah. you know I want to take the safe route because you know I'm a comfortable filmmaker. You know, I, I don't want to push the envelope. I don't want to offend people. You didn't want to get too real. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to. They didn't want to kill Chewie or. Yeah. Even though they killed Solo. Yeah, well, because Harrison Ford wanted. Harrison that wanted that for, that for yeah. yeah. Okay, that was another thing too. I then he come. Then he comes that, back. Like his yeah. little. His little cameo. Yeah. Cause say what you want. That was a cameo. Yeah, it was, it was a cameo. Yeah. That was something I did not expect. Yeah, I didn't expect it either. Yeah, I'm like, me either. I'm like, wow. Because I, I was thinking, how much money did they give him to come back to do exactly. this? Yeah. And you know what? It was, and this is the feeling I got. Well, it's nice to see him again. It was cool. I He wasn't, he didn't have that, like, glow around him. So I'm like, yeah. I was like, hold on. what What's going on here? <laughs> I'm like, like, hold, he's not a, he's, he, is he alive? <laughs> like, yeah. it was just like, is he alive? Is he dead? I was like, oh, because I was, I was talking like, oh, he might, he might just be like in his, in Kylo's head. You know, that's yeah, that's what I figured. I'm like, all right, yeah. it's like a figment of his imagination. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with yeah. most of the points that you made. Yeah, where they did backtrack a lot of stuff, Chewie dying and uh, C3PO having his memory erased and then not remembering shit afterwards, which I just expected. I knew he was going to run into R2 and R2 was going to be like, nah, hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing your memory back. Yeah. I'm not as mad at that, though. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that would have been fine. But yeah, it would have been a lot more real of like, all right, Chewie died. She had to deal with it. Adds for more like development of story and just depth. Yeah, you would have. And then they took that away. And I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. There could have been a lot more depth to the movie. More reasoning, you know, for the fight. You know, like, okay, you guys killed. It gives gives her something more to overcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
all right because yeah she's a palpatine and yeah you don't like you know she's like i'm afraid mm-hmm. but i'm like all right now it it adds more it makes it heavier and adds more depth because i'm like you killed one of your friends mm-hmm. yeah so it's like even a bigger hurdle and it it just it gives it that much more of an edge when she says you know i'm scared I saw myself on the dark throne, blah, 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 blah. You know, which we know is not going to end with you on the dark throne, but it just adds to that. And, yeah, he kind of, like, pulled, like, oh, wait, yeah, here. Oh, no, sorry. No, pull it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not a perfect film. Not, no. I don't, not at all. Not at all. Not perfect. Not perfect. But as a casual, could have been better. Yeah, could have been better. But I still felt I still walked I still walked away entertained. Okay, but it's entertaining. Major, major flaw, major flaws, but still entertaining. I won't go as far as just saying the shit was terrible. Nah, I won't go. That, I won't go that. Far. I just I won't go that far. Is it as good as the Last Jedi? No. Is the Last Jedi that great? I I don't know. You know, whatever. Yeah, I think it's all right. I don't think even that's a great film, but it was ballsier. Okay. I still just love the originals. Yeah. And these are just like. I feel like all of these as a trilogy just fell short. Mm -hmm. It fell short of being great. Yeah. And some of it is, you know, the shortcomings of this film where they could have made it great and they didn't. Yeah. It was a fun film to watch. I mean, there was stuff that I was like, oh, you know, the battle at the end was cool. Yeah. There was shit in there that was cool, you know what I mean? I, like I said, again, I won't say it was terrible. I can't. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, this movie was horrible. Don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, go watch it. Okay. It's not a waste of money. Because no. I've felt, I've been in some movies where I'm like, ah, oh, this is a fucking way. Like, I just, I could have stayed home. What is yeah. it? The, the cell? cell with Jennifer Lopez. Never I, watched it. That was, don't. That movie was boring. Don't. Is it really? It was. Mm. It was. It was. Boring. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a movie that's not a waste of money, though. Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. I heard that's really good, and I want to watch that. It is. That is the same director, and I didn't know. I just found out because uh, Edward, actually, shouts to Edward, mm. posted about it. Um, same director as Good Time. Yeah. He, yep. he actually literally mentioned that earlier. Good Time is awesome. Good Time is a great fucking movie. And yeah. for anybody that doesn't think Robert Pattinson can play Batman, Yo. God damn it. Thank you. Watch Good Time. You're the Yo. only one who agrees with him. Fucking Good Time is great. Dude, yeah. have you seen Good Time? I haven't. Go watch that fucking movie. It's on Amazon Prime. Bro, it's on Amazon you want to talk. Right? First of all, you want to talk. It's a, like. If you really don't think that Robert Pattinson can play Batman, this movie will change your mind. It's a dark, it's a dark ass movie, and it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like it's really fucked. Like you want to talk about watching a fucked movie? I mm-hmm. did. The movie's fucked. I, I did watch a fucked movie. What? It's a short film called Strange Things About the Johnsons. Oh, that movie was. <laughs> it's it's a it's a short you horror film. You watched that movie. Really? You watched that motherfucker and text me back like it. What's it called? Oh oh. Strange things about the Johnsons. Oh, strange oh, things about the Johnsons. Yeah. Oh, the strange thing about the Johnsons. Really? It's from um, Ari Aster, who did a uh, Hereditary and Midsommar. 
haven't seen it's either on of those. YouTube yeah. and I will send it to you. Really? Send yeah. it to me. I'll watch it. It's a short film. I'll watch yeah. it. I'm, but half yeah. hour of your time, you're going to like be scarred. Oh, half hour? That ain't but, shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. But yeah, Good Time's a, a great film. Good um, Time is great, yeah. Especially uh, The Lighthouse, which just came out this with uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. That was really good. Was it? Yeah. I'm to check that um, out. But yeah, Uncut Gems, man. That just came out yesterday in theaters. Oh, did it just drop? Yep. No, I've been seeing the previews. Kevin Garnett's in it. Yeah. There's a few, yeah. I, I want to watch that because it puts Adam Sandler in like a serious role. Yep. Yeah. I definitely want to check that out. And since I know who the director is now. Yeah. Um, no, man. Jesus Christ. That hasn't been my number. <laughs> that hasn't been my number in literal years. Wow. <laughs> years. Like. Since we went to the Kanye West concert. <laughs> the fuck did we go to the Kanye West concert? It was after his first album. At Rhode Island College? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even Yo Holy I like, shit I feel like that sounds like A decade and a half ago Bro <laughs> Wow Kanye's first album Yeah that's, Yes That was like 2005 Or something Four or five bro Like that was a grip ago Yeah 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 word I'll send you my new number man I've had like A new number for at least six years. Mm. Yeah, wow. dog. It's usually the group chat of Facebook. <laughs> I, man, I got an Atlanta number, so. Okay. I've had that you number. Yes, I did. I, yeah, I did. I lived in Florida as well, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was in Florida for a bit. I had a Florida fake number for a while, and then oh, wow. I had. Then I moved to Atlanta, and I had the Atlanta number. Mm. But, yeah. Fun so times. One last question mm. for the two of you. What's up? Since the trilogy, since the series saga has finally ended. Yeah. Who got who into Star Wars? Oh no, that was me. That was me. <laughs> oh no, no, I, I, I got into it. <laughs> I thought we, uh, we settled, we settled this before. Did we? I yeah, think we I just think agreed. We, and we agreed to disagree. Yeah, I think we did. You're just trying yeah. to start some shit. <laughs> yeah. We agreed to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> My question would be, I mean, uh, if if overall rating, scale of 1 to 10, what are we giving this movie? 6.5. Mm. I'm going to give it 4.5. Jeez. Ah, that's generous. I was going to guess. Ouch. You. No, that's prequel level. Prequels get like a two. <laughs> um, yeah, I give this movie like a six. Okay, I give it like a six, man. I wasn't mad. The fan service shit doesn't really bother me. My, I doesn't. Like more, my what more what bothers me more so is character development in movies. That got, right, that got to me. Yeah. The that's the shit that bothers me. Predictability. Which certain shit, I'm like, all right, I expected that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But character development and building depth, that's the shit that really kind of just like, it's like, you, it's like you just, you missed the shot, man. Like you had an open layup. Mm-hmm. That shit was a layup. Yeah. You <laughs> fucked up the layup, son. Like, it was right there. It was right there. Yeah, just off the backboard. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all you had to do. You missed the layup. So I, but still, 
as a Star Wars fan, I can't give it less than a five. Okay. I give it a six. Um, you know. Did you urge him to watch The Mandalorian? I haven't watched The Mandalorian. I didn't hear nothing but good things about it. I've been hearing great shit. I heard there's even a Chilean actor on The Mandalorian, so now I want to watch it even more so. Mm. I think it's like the main actor, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal? Yeah. All Latinos are not Mexican, Carl. Yeah, there we go. Boom. Score one for uh, Chile. <laughs> yeah. um, I know. I heard Bill Burr was in the Mandalorian too. Yes. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking awesome. Because I love Bill Burr. Yeah. He's great. Oh yeah. Nick Nolte, Taika Waititi, Gina Carano. Hold on, Nick Nolte. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. She played Chung Lee in Street Fighter and she plays in Agents of Shield. No, I mean. Mark Boone Jr., who plays, um, he played in Sons of Anarchy. He played um, Bobby Munson. Um, Brown is Horatio Sands was the guest. Damn. Yeah. Bill, Bill Burr. Hey, get that Star Wars money, old Billy Redface. Yeah, why not, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for another season of um, oh, F is F for is Family. family. Yeah, oh, that, that I love is... that fucking show, man. Yeah. It's good. That show is fucking good, man. Oh, that man. show is fucking great. Oh, That's man. a yeah. Bill Burr is a fucking maniac. I, gotta rewind. I, I need to rewatch the second. Yeah. Season. I don't think I finished the second season. I'm mad at myself. Nah, you gotta finish it, man. I'm gonna put you through the fucking wall. Yeah. That's a that's a good one, man. It is. F is for family is great. But uh, I definitely got to watch the Mandalorian. Um, you know, Baby Yoda is a thing apparently. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a huge thing. But the Mandalorian is so good. Non Star Wars fans are loving it. Hey, maybe it's like the, you know, yeah. it's gonna salvage some of the crap we've been getting it's a yeah. prequel i think it's i know it's well it has to be if you got well, baby yoda yes. well well it takes place after the last jedi so it's between last jedi and the force awakens wait really yeah so how the fuck I, is there baby does, yoda well how does it take place between the last jedi and force awakens no no but last... no between return of the jedi return and the force of the jedi. Yeah. ah yeah so, wait that doesn't even make sense well apparently baby yoda it's like it's not yoda it's like another it's another of the another oh. alien of the same species okay. oh. and he doesn't have a name ah okay yeah. i drew i drew um i got to watch that i then. drew baby yoda through a through a um tutorial from Todd McFarlane. Mm. And you can, by drawing Baby Yoda, you can actually draw three characters. Which are? If you take out the ears and kind of like adjust the head a little bit, you get Baby E.T. What the fuck? Yeah, I I can show you. I thought you were going to say like three Star Wars characters. (laughs) And then if you do add the ears, change the color, add a couple of things, and you actually get Gizmo. I can see that. Hmm. I can see Gizmo. No, I I can show E.T. is like... I'll show you the ET. You just gotta take a stretch. Out, you gotta take out the yeah. ears and you know change Damn. a couple of things. But you've mm. been getting a lot into drawing. I mean, recently, no. You've I'm always like, drawn, but yeah, but it's like now you're kind of. At my job, sometimes we'll have like laid back movie days, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm you just know, start I'm drawing. Movies and I just kind of sketch and stuff. I used to draw, man. I 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. I quit after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Teacher wanted to kick you with the balls. Wow. Oh, no. I used to get kicked out of there all the time. Yeah, that's what you Yeah, I used to get kicked out of class all the time. I was a clown, man. I couldn't help it. <laughs> My classmates didn't help either. Shout out to uh, uh, Jason and Derek. Yeah, he he used to sit on the other. He used to sit with you, me, Jay, and D used to sit together, and my homie Jamar and that shit. And yeah, but yo, Jay and Derek were fucking. (laughs) There was no way I was not getting into trouble chilling with them too. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, question of the week. Oh, what kind of? Oh, what favorite video games? Three favorite video games of the decade? Yeah. 2010 uh, to 2019? Ah. Yeah. Damn. What are the three favorite video games of the decade? Uh, I know. F- we'll do it next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it next week. I know, like, for me, it was uh, The Last of Us, uh, GTA V, and um, Bloodborne. Yeah, I've only played GTA Five <laughs> and you know NBA Two K games. I had to delete GTA Five. Damn. God damn! I need this guy. This is a new one coming out though, isn't there? Uh, There's another GTA game coming out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Probably. I'm pretty sure there is. I swear to God, I've seen something about it somewhere. Hmm. Yeah. It's in, it's in, the, um, yeah, look it up. It's definitely out there. There's another, do you know there's another GTA game coming out? They're not going to uh, just. That franchise yeah. ain't dying. It's not, not at it, all. It, it's the one time you can commit crimes. Red Dead Redemption is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Part two or whatever. I played I some know. of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I still got to listen to that D'Angelo track. Yeah, un- Unshaken. Send, send it to me. D'Angelo? Yeah. D'Angelo did a song on that, so, on on that game. Red Dead Redemption 2. It's called Unshaken. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. Shit. D'Angelo. Fuck, I haven't yeah. heard that name in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, uh yeah, any other uh any other final thoughts? Uh still still watch Rise of Skywalker. Tell us what you think. Yeah, watch the movie, man. I mean, it got it got like an eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes audience wise. It's not a fucking horrible movie. Fans are going to drag it because here's the shit, right? Fans are going to drag the movie because you can literally not please fucking fans. You can't please fans. As a professional wrestling fan, I know that for sure. You can't, man. You can never please fans because they ask for one thing. You give it to them. They're like, oh, fuck you. You're insulting my intelligence. (laughs) Then, you know, you can't. But as far as an entertaining movie to go watch and... I mean, for the new generation of non like Star Wars fans, it's not a bad thing to get into. And now you have stuff like the Mandalorian, uh, the Solo movie, yeah, Rogue One. Solo movie, okay. Yeah, I I didn't think the Solo movie was that bad. I haven't seen it. You didn't watch it? Nah. Nah, watch it. Okay. Watch it. I know it's on Netflix. I think it's it's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. I thought it was actually pretty decent, and I thought Donald Glover did a good job as uh, Lando. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, I found, no, I found she, I shake it. Okay, 
Yeah. So so yeah, man. Uh, once again, Awal, thanks for coming through. Uh, talking Star Wars. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. I got. Listen, Awal underscore mm on Instagram, Twitter. AWOL MM on SoundCloud, AWOL MM on Spotify. I just dropped the Janet Jackson house remix. Actually, my first house remix. Okay. When you start doing house, bro, I do everything. Go on my SoundCloud. I just I dropped the house remix, and I was supposed to drop something for Christmas, but I've been way too busy. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm dropping a Ghostface remix. Uh, I don't know. Should I tell? It's a uh, chair sheds la ghost. Oh, okay. I remix. No, I know. You so just. Like, I'm I'm weird. I just post my shit and then I don't. I have people be like, "Oh, send me, send me." I'm just like, "Oh man, all right, hold on." But I'll send you. You gotta listen to the Janet Jackson House remix. I just dropped a bunch of merch. So I got a hoodie and two t-shirts up. AWOL underscore MM on Instagram. Hit the link in the bio. Buy my shit. I designed it. I designed all my clothes. Um, But yeah, peep the uh, Janet Jackson House remix, and I'm dropping that uh, Ghostface remix very soon. It's a dance remix. If I had to compare it to something, it's kind of like on the like K-Tronada kind of vibe. Oh, nice. So if anybody, yeah, if you guys are fans of K Tronada, it'll have like it's in that realm. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, oh shit! Really? Word. Nice. Shout out to Larry O, man. You know what I mean? We had a good run with the Aminals and shit. <laughs> but uh, nah, you'll like the uh, house stuff. It's good for the for the workouts for sure. And it's Janet Jackson, man. You know, that's the way love goes. That's my that's my all time favorite. So that's the way love goes, house remix. It's up on my SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's AWOL underscore MM. AWOL MM on Sound on SoundCloud. Gotcha. AWOL underscore MM on social media like Twitter and Instagram. Gotcha. Yeah. Links are in my bios, shit's there. You know what I mean? Cool. Support the merch. And, uh, and of course, you can find uh, Codex Prime on uh, Facebook Live, as well as SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Google Play, um, where, wherever you can find podcasts, um, Twitter, at Codex Primecast, Instagram, at Codex Prime Podcast. Oh, and at Rap Island Pod, because I also have a podcast. Not, yeah, I did see it. Yeah, there. me and my guy, uh, Nick Costa, we just, you know, talk a lot of shit. I don't know. We're going to have to have you guys on, man. You guys are going to have to discuss some rap shit. You know what I mean? But, you know, you're a DJ, and I mean, you're, I'm sure you're an avid music fan. So we'll talk uh, maybe like top albums of the decade. Oh, man. Okay. That seems to be a topic now. Yeah. And next week we'll be doing our top, just our top, top fives of the year. Yep, next Tuesday. Word. Who knows? I might write some shit on, uh, you know, the past decade. You've been busy as fuck with that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I posted the top 100 fil- favorite films of the decade. 100? Yeah. 100. Jesus yeah, Christ. I've, <laughs> I, I've, uh, I've seen literally thousands of movies, so. 
Yeah. I get, yeah. <laughs> I get. Is Drive on that list? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I love Drive. <laughs> Drive's um, one of the better films I've seen in a while. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, once again, thank you all for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, yeah, tune in next Tuesday for more yeah, Codex Prime Goodness. Yep. And, as always, and check out check out AWOL's music. Please. Um, thank you guys for having me on again. Yeah. You know, Anytime, this was fun. Man. A rare appearance of the Jedi Club. Re- Jedi, Jedi Flan Club re- re- reunite, Jedi man. Jedi Club reunion. That's the episode. That's the episode title. Uh, Boom. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, anyway, um, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. Peace.